Broadcasting live from sunny South Florida and the best way to start your Saturday, this is KMA Talk Radio, life, liberty, and the pursuit of fine cigars. Your KMA crew, the Italian scallion, Paul DeGracco, the man with the scoop, William Cooper, Alex the Goat Tavella, and always telling it like it is, Honest Abe DeBetta. I like to smoke them like the wind's churchill. Good morning, Honest Abe here, KMA Talk Radio, episode number 513, and we are broadcasting live once again from sunny South Florida, along with the trusted gang, what we call the crew, Alex, the man they call the goat, Tavella, the man who always keeps us up to date with all the information in the scoop, William Cooper. And the Italian scallion himself, Paul DeGracco. What's with the MTK hat? What's what's with the MTK hat? What's What's MTK? Montauk, Long Island. I've worn this a lot. I know, but it was the first time we knew. I didn't know what it stood for either. Oh, really? Ah, Coop knew. I just took it for granted, yeah. I mean, it wasn't. (laughs) I just decided. That one I didn't know, yeah. Us illiterate, uneducated people. Oh, Paul, you have a, no, I can see you guys don't know that one. Yeah, I can see you guys don't know that one. Paul, do you have a fan by your mic? No, that's my stupid... Uh, it's my computer. Mm. That's how much uh What are you energy. doing on that computer to get the heat up that Yeah, high? right? What do you got? Uh, <laughs> I'm moving the mic away. <laughs> Many tabs you got open. Uh, I, I'm, I'm going to delete that porn. Pop, yeah, pop-up <laughs> windows coming way up pop, and overdrive. Right. <laughs> I'm trying to see Pop if there's a way. Pop got your to... ram running crazy. <laughs> you know, Sarge sent us a video. He did. He couldn't cut the beef stick. I think it's user error. Is it? Okay. Right there, man. I want a right beef there. stick. You got beef? What do you got? Beef stick. Why couldn't he one? cut it? Because it wouldn't fit? Because, you know, he, he knows there's a plus and minus. Wait a minute. There's a plus and minus side. I just used the minus side and it worked. No, I use the plus side, actually. Yeah. Yeah, Do you have any why. more, is my question. Me? Yeah, you. Maybe. All right, well, maybe I'm coming to get one. <laughs> maybe. Beef I, think I, have, I think I have one of the beef sticks. I love the beef stick, by the way. I think it's a fantastic uh, yeah, interpretation of that blend. Last one. Wow. It's got that, it's got that ultra flat cap. Yes. Covered for, yeah, they did a, it's a good job on that it one. It does look like a beef thing. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm smoking it in uh, in light of the drops that happened yesterday. Um, uh, yeah. Sarge, user error, brother. User I error. Mean, clean as a whistle. User did you use, the, did you use the plus side, Alex? I used the plus side. Yeah, because that's what it's for. User error. Total user error. Um, so, yeah, it dropped uh, yesterday two big Dunbarton drops, uh, Red Meat Lovers and Krakatoa. And, and we can finally start getting these out. I think it was the day before. I've been, yes. pl- was it before? I've been playing with it. 
Originally, Steve said that the uh, Kraken Thors were going to come in July. I know because I ordered these in anticipation of them being in here. Like July. May. But We've had them since like May at least. There are a few hundred of these now. Yeah. <laughs> Forever. Dave's been playing so, with it for months. Yeah, so this will go out. These will go out with the Krakatoas. What is that, a volcano? Yeah, yeah so a little squishy. Yeah, it's cool. Oh, I like that. Cool. Yeah. That is cool. And, of course, with our Red Meat Lovers Club. These Those actually came cool. out pretty nice. They did come out real nice. You got to put your hand behind it, not your foot. There you go. Yeah, you get it. These came out They're big, nice. too. They're big. They're nice, big. Burger. Will they flip an Abe burger? Yeah. Yeah, it'll flip an Abe. Yeah? They're, they're okay. good. They're nice, man. Right. And it's, it's got a, a bottle opener on one end, right? Yep. Yes. Yeah. Like and that. and every box purchase of uh, Red Meat Lovers Club from now until the end of October will qualify people for a Red Meat Lovers branded Yeti filled with beef sticks from Jack Links. So nice. Good job. Yeah. Oh, just always making it fun. So that's what I'm smoking. How about you, Coop? What do you got going on today? I went with a knuckle sandwich Maduro. Ooh. Yep. A little Maduro. That's strong. Yep. That's a strong stick. It's a nice strong stick. I've been up, I've been up I've been up for a little while, so yeah, I can I can uh, handle this one. Yeah. I was gonna say yeah. all three of your cigars are strong for the morning, no? Yeah. Eh, it's the show. We're up and ready to go, unlike some. Yep. I've whoa 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 whoa! I've been up. Her up. I don't know about ready to go. Although oh, you... <laughs> Eli came and tapped me on the shoulder this morning at four thirty. He goes, "Daddy, can I get out of my room now?" I'm like, "Well, you're out of your room." And the, no, was the green light? Was the red light? Were you here for the red light green light show, Abe? Abe or was here. that when you were not here? here? Oh so, my oh, god! Okay, so let's back. I, this is just going to be a lot of Paul in this episode, but Paul just provides <laughs> the content. Okay, <laughs> so Paul has. <laughs> A traffic light in his child's room. It's not and a traffic there, light. Paul, it's a traffic light. What it else would you call it? Yeah, what else you... It's he a sound a machine that has a night and that has a night light that he has his child trained. The child is not allowed to leave the room, even if he wakes up in the morning, until the light turns green. Hatch is what it's called. And then the child knows that the child is able to leave. Why the room. parents anymore? Well, it doesn't. It doesn't work. Is what I'm saying. <laughs> Axel has one, and when he was first out of a crib, well, even when he was in the crib, but Axel was crawling out of the crib. I mean, as soon as he could crawl, he could get out of the crib. So it wasn't really. But but we would we would make the light turn green, like you can set it, and the light would turn green because we had friends of ours that did this and it worked. Where when the light turns green, he can get out of his room. If it's not green. He can play. He can do what he wants in his room, but he can't get out. It's too early. But when the light turns green, he did it for a little while, but it never really worked. It didn't stick. They do not have that now because uh, it just doesn't work. Um, that was a my, formula for disaster. I could our, biggest, our biggest problem is our kids. Uh, my kids don't sleep through the night. <laughs> There's a brown light to tell him when he can poop. Yo, you got yellow light and no brown light. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, so but it didn't work. It didn't work. So, but now they ask if they can get out. But but Eli, all night this kid's just walking out of his room. I don't know what to do. Like he's he's three years old. Every I'm telling you, like every two hours, like clockwork, the kid either wakes up crying or just sits up and like calls for something. Like he'll be in the middle of a dream and he'll ask you. Like the the other night he goes, he starts screaming, "Daddy, Daddy!" I walk over there calmly. I go in. I'm like, "What's up, buddy?" He goes, "Can I eat this now?" 
it's like, I don't know, 1130 at night. I'm like, eat what? What are you talking about? He goes, we made this together. Can I eat it? I was like, yeah, sure, eat it. Now lay down. And I like covered him and threw him back in the bed. But he wakes up all night. Um, Abe, I don't know about you, but I feel like Sean's comment was a great segue. Oh, yeah, we're going to get to that. A couple things I want to do first. Uh, Dan, Dan, it's not a laser engraved. It's actually a stickered cooler. And, but it looks uh, like I, I don't. That's Evan didn't sticker it. That's they stickered it. It looks like I think. Yeah, that's like a professional decal. And yeah, the yeah, EMS yeah, colors are the same decal. too. That's the same. No, no, that's yeah, the no, right he, red he, meat yeah, 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 yeah. That's not like Evan yeah. just got some stickers and yeah, and, no. no, no. His graphic guy put it together. And also, everybody, let us know what you're smoking this morning. Uh, yep. I've got a couple guys oh, yeah. comment, but yeah, post up. Let us know uh, what you're lighting up for uh, KMA. This is you just you awaken the beast. There he is. So now back. Back to Sean Correa's comment, right? There's a brown light telling me. So, you know. I can't wait for this. <laughs> yeah, the interaction with Paul DeGracco on any level is just always somewhat mind-boggling and somewhat entertaining. So, I don't know. Coop, you missed it this morning, but here's a little I heard snippet. about it. I, oh, I got an opinion. You sons of bitches. Here's a little <laughs> snippet of some pre-KMA from this morning before the show started. What you looking at? Push my poop until the poop comes out. Bye bye poop. Bye bye poop. You guys don't know the poop song? It plays like every half hour in my house here. This went on. This went on for a good like five. Yeah, I I was was humming it. I have it stuck in my head. <laughs> Do you Look, not know that, like, we're, you know, because my concern was, oh, he could see in the bottom screens that I'm literally holding my phone up. I honestly course. didn't. I didn't even look to see that. I figured, you know what? It did cross my mind. I like I sat down and I started humming it while I was putting stuff together. And. I don't. I did. It did cross my mind that you were on the camera and that you might be recording me. But <laughs> it is what it is. Listen, my kids walk around all day. I'm telling you, random parts of the day they tell Alexa to do something. And and this morning, I don't know, maybe four times I heard that song. Eli's like, Alexa, play the poop song. Oh gosh, I can't imagine oh, getting to play on, my she's starting. Access to Alexa. Alexa, Alexa, starting. <laughs> you hear it? <laughs> it's a, what is that? Okay. I know what to do when I'm about to poop. I go to the potty, pull my underwear down, and then I sit and wait. Sit and wait. Sit and wait until the poop comes down. You've never heard that song? My kids are obsessed with it. I can't wait until uh, to see how you. <laughs> How YouTube's going to flag us for that one. <laughs> oh, crap. I didn't even think. <laughs> Alexa, stop. They, they do all, they, their friends tell them about all these things that it can do. They'll tell it to flip a coin and then they'll like bet with each other on like, you know, what, what, what heads or tails, all that stuff. Anyway, why don't we, let's talk about something else. All right. Let's See, talk about your magnum. Wait a minute. Time out. I'm out. Because this right there is the problem with the new generation, okay? You have 
kids asking Alexa to flip a coin rather than just flipping, flipping, it the flipping coin. the coin. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think they know how to flip a coin. They probably don't know what heads and tails means, honestly. I I don't know if I've ever done that with them. You don't teach them to play dice? Uh not right. dice. We play we play card games though. They do know they do know yeah. cards. They know the faces of the cards. They know they know that stuff. I thought that song would strike an emotional chord with you, Alex. I mean on some <laughs> Well, I mean, I don't, you know, it's not even a push for me. It's just, it's when it's ready, it's ready. I'm, I'm going to hide a speaker in the hide a speaker underneath the sink in the bathroom next time Alex in there and just jamming that song. Yeah. Well, I, I came on a few minutes. You guys were, I messaged Alex. I said, hey, Paul's mic's on again. He's like, oh, I got this already. You missed it. He's like. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Hot mic, Paul. Yeah, already got it. <laughs> already got it. I've lived my I've lived most of my adult life and teenage life on a hot mic doing radio <laughs> stuff. So I've been caught many times with stupid things. <laughs> <You> can see. <laughs> Drink my coffee. Guns out. That's a guy like that. That's good. Bye bye poop. For real. <laughs> so yeah, Paul A brings up a good but so you still you still have the stash going. Yeah. I do. Right. I'm, I'm letting the beard grow in. But then I get to shave it again for Halloween. I don't know. That's been my my predicament because I really don't want to keep the mustache. Uh, I, there are a select few people in my life that seem to like it, but they don't. Who are you the know, select few, Paul? I I don't. You know, people Listen, I know, man, friends. There's always insane people everywhere. I mean, yeah, you know, I agree. I mean, right, right. Yeah. Oh yeah, I thought that was a good idea to jump off the top of the building. Yeah, yeah. Okay. There's always a handful of people. That's not my you know. my wife. When we were in Disney, my wife that was pointing out the other people with mustaches. And she's like, you really want to be like that guy? <laughs> she's like, look at that guy. She's like, look, that guy has a mustache. That guy's a criminal. Like, she... <laughs> oh. we were... It was weird. I, I've never grown a mustache before. Sure. I'm not sure why. I just never did. But the fun part was I grew yeah, my beard really out. And then I did the, you know, I shaved it in all different things while I was, while I was getting the mustache ready. I did like a goatee. I did a handlebar. You know, I, I had some fun that night. You had some fun with it? Yeah, I could see Paul with a hand handlebar. It would, look, hat. it would look better than the stash. The stash makes the straight stash makes him look pervy. Yes. Yeah, I, I, especially with a clean shaven face and the you mustache. Know, I little feel like beady, little beady eyes and a stash <laughs> never go well together. <laughs> Singing the poop song. <laughs> Singing the poops. You're right. That's so, was, this, was this done for a Disney trip? It was. Oh, do I have a picture of it? I think I do. Um, I'll get a picture. But uh, yeah, we so we had planned to go to Disney because uh, my sons wanted to go to the Mickey Christmas party. So I mean, I'm sorry, Halloween party, and we, you know, always do like a a family. We try to do a family uh, family costume, like a theme. And this year was Super Mario Brothers. That's what the boys wanted to do. And I figure let's do it while they still want to do it. Because I'm sure in a year or two they're going to hate us and not want to do it. So I was Mario. Axel was Luigi. And Eli was Bowser. And Steffi was a pregnant uh, Princess Peach. Which there were some people making some jokes like, whose is it? Is it is it uh, Mario's or is it uh, Bowser's? Well, the love interest in the movie is, you know, Bowser loves her. <clears throat> So no. people were wondering. 
I'm trying to get a picture. Here it is. You know, I, I have, I have just brought up, right you brought up a thought in my mind, Paul. Uh, Marissa, if you're watching, cut it off here. Um, I have a question, Abe. If Abe's kids, everybody's kids watching, cut it off. Go ahead. That's the picture. That's well, yeah, we say that's that has nothing yeah. to do with my question. Where no, is... you, I'm like, where are we going with this? No, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Cut, cut it off. Where, again. Where's, where's Asher on Santa? Oh, good, good question. That's a He's good question. Know. I don't think so yet. The girls play along, right? Like they, so they maybe they're convincing him that. Well, I'll tell you what. In the last year, he's never said anything, you know. And you, you know what's different too is when you have the three other kids who don't really talk about it, like with the excitement, and whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He doesn't think about it, right? You know, you know, um, you know. When Petra was still young enough, it bled down to everybody because they're all talking about it amongst themselves. Santa's yeah. coming, yeah. but the other three aren't talking about it. So Santa, like Christmas, is not even on this kid's radar yet. Like Santa or nothing. So. It'll be interesting if he asks to make cookies again for Santa. Then, then you know. Then you know. Uh, cool. Then you know. When when was it over for your kids? Around when? Around, I think it was kindergarten, first grade. So it's we're, we're we getting... we we didn't um you know once the we we didn't kind of try to prolong it. I wanted to, my wife didn't, so we didn't really prolong it at all. Yeah. I think he still believes in the tooth fairy, or he's keeping the facade up to keep getting money. I, See, yeah. that's I what I think. That's See, one, that's one of mine did, yeah. I think yeah, that's one of mine is doing with Christmas. Yeah. I think Carmine's doing the same thing with Santa. I think if he leaks out that he knows, he he thinks he's going to get less presents. Yeah, yeah, he's not going to, you know. So I don't yeah. know. And you that is true, know. Brian. School kids will, will definitely. Well, my ruin brother, it. my older brother, ruined it for me. I was probably five years old, and my brother oh, was like, "You know the Santa Claus secret yet?" You want to hear something funny? My middle daughter ruined it for a girl like in fifth or sixth grade. <laughs> great, oh my great. god! Wait, and that that mom called my mom, called my wife. My wife's like, "You, I mean, do you expect my daughter to still have thought that your daughter believed in Santa Claus? I mean, that's kind of an unrealistic <laughs> expectation at that point." Jesus. That's yeah. I mean, like ten years old is old to. Yeah, believe. I mean, we we figured they were going to find out at school one way or another. That's why we didn't prolong it. Yeah, right. I, I blew it for. Well, my you ruined story. it for Petra, right? Yeah. Best, best story ever, man. I blew it for Petra. Petra finally came up to me one time and said, uh, "I know the tooth fairy is not real." I'm like, really? How do you know? Oh, right. I remember this. Story. Yeah, she's like, "Well, it's obvious, you know. Like the tooth fairy forgets to come for three or four days, and all of a sudden the money magically shows up, and I hear mom creaking around upstairs, you know, and da 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 da, whatever." I'm like, "All right, so listen, you're welcome to the club." Now you're part of the club that has to keep the dream alive for your youngers and brothers, your younger brothers and sisters, you know, sisters and brother. I said, so you need to make sure that you don't ruin it for them. Make sure that they still believe in the Easter Bunny and Santa Claus. And then she looks at me and goes, Santa Claus is not real? And I was like, what? <laughs> How did you not put two and two together? So, yeah, I, I ruined it for Petra. How old was she? Because Tooth Fairy, I mean, like the Tooth Fairy hasn't come to our house yet. Axel hasn't lost a tooth. Yet. I'd say about eight, nine ish. Yeah, it was okay. so it was coming. I mean, it was coming anyway. Yeah. You just happened yeah. to be the catalyst. Yeah, to yeah. Spring it yeah. See, I think I think my five year old suspects it already. 
like I he he like makes comments sometimes about it. So like, I, but I want him to get to like the, he hasn't lost a tooth yet. So like, I want the tooth fairy and stuff to be a part of it. And but yeah, I don't I don't know. Oh, she might have been younger. I just came across a video audition of her where she makes fun of the tooth fairy not being real. She did an audition for something. And she had to do this whole monologue about how she's questioning the tooth fairy and the tactics and then the, the, the germs of the whole concept of tooth fairy touching shit under your pillow. Oh, disgusting. Like, yeah. I, uh, yeah. When she, you really yeah, think she about was it. young when I was looking at that video. So, yeah, she might have been like seven or eight. Yeah. That's a good stand up routine right there. Oh, it's actually pretty funny. I'll, I'll dig it up and send it to you. I just, I just came across it like about a week ago, a week or two ago. It is a strange concept, let's be honest. Well, that, that's the problem. That's why, you know, what do you do? Because Carmite's asked me, what the hell does the Tooth Fairy do with all these teeth? <laughs> <laughs> Great question. Yeah. Teeth no dummy. Why teeth. Like, I don't know. Recycle, don't recycles know. them. Yeah. And you know what's funny? My, Coop, I don't know about your family, but my family was a little bit old school Sicilian. And like, some of them would like keep their fingernails like they would cut their nails but not like just like throw them in the garbage they put them in the fireplace because they didn't want you if your enemy gets any part of your body they can they can put the evil eye on you or something you know like it's bad it's bad juju so like they this this is a person keeping your teeth yeah yeah it's a weird concept it is it is anybody know the origin story of it of the tooth no, that's fairy a great question. Yeah, what the fuck? Where did that whole thing come about? Because you you'd say it's Hallmark or whatever. Nobody really makes money on the tooth fairy; just money out of parents' pockets. Yeah, so the kids. Even, right. There's no marketing thing behind the tooth fairy. I wonder where that that thing started. Uh, the first res, uh, resemblances of the tooth fairy date back to the 17th century in Europe. During that time, parents believed that burying their child's baby tooth under a tree would prompt the growth of an adult tooth. Then there's something about the dark history of the tooth fairy. During the days of the witch hunts, people believed that witches could curse someone using their lost tooth. Because of this belief, it was imperative baby teeth be properly disposed of to save children from hexing by witches. Yeah, well, it's the same thing as, like you were saying, both telling, you know, maloiks and shit. (laughs) Yeah. So yeah. strange. Times have people changed. were dumb. Yeah, you know it wasn't the one that kind of for me as a kid that gave it away. It wasn't saying it was Easter Bunny. The Easter Bunny one was just it was too I mean, outrageous. Easter absolutely ridiculous. It was yeah, yeah, it was absolutely ridiculous. That I mean, like how is this yeah. rabbit like talk and walk around and you know like, like I I never understood it. Kind so of really that one kind of just gave it. That one just kind of gave the whole thing away. Has anyone me. ever made like a killer Easter Bunny horror movie? Ooh, I, I, think sure. I think that'd be a good concept. Good one, yeah. Easter Bunny goes like haywire and starts killing people. I'm sure there has. There's been. now that Winnie the Pooh one. Yes. Because uh, Winnie the Pooh is back in the public domain, which is what they're afraid of with Mickey Mouse. When is that? Uh... Mickey oh, yeah, Mouse technically of, came up of... already. I don't see anything about an Easter Bunny horror movie, but there's got to be. Well, you yeah, heard it here first. Well, yeah, geez. Trademark. This is a verbal trademark. <laughs> so so speaking of uh, Disney, I heard you stopped by Legoland. 
Yeah, so Axel's really into Legos. So Eli likes them, but Axel's kind of obsessed with, with building things with Legos. And we've been to so Legoland in New York. So is my son. He just started. He's got like oh, yeah? four or five cars. He's building like classic cars, Maserati. So eventually I'm going to have to build him some kind of wood shelf to put them all up. But he's building like these little Lego. Does he have a Lego table? No, they have like a wooden box like this. It's like a, it's like a serving tray. Like you'd bring somebody breakfast in bed in. Yeah, that's what we and have, and that's perfect puts, place. I got a big all yeah. the Legos in there and works on it in there. Yeah. My my parents bought him like an actual Lego table that has like a Lego top, like a green Lego top, so he can build stuff on top of it. And it's got drawers where he can put the Lego pieces. But anyway, he's obsessed with it, and he wanted to go to Legoland in Orlando because our neighbors went and they talked about how great it was and what a friggin' nightmare man it's i mean it's an hour off disney property and you know when i'm in orlando i don't like to leave disney property uh oh god forbid and And they'd be worried about being a traitor it's really only like 20 miles away it's not far but it it you can't there's no direct route there you can't like take one of the highways so you have to like go all these back road country roads and uh yeah, it's just it's just if you ever want to really appreciate what Disney or Universal like some of the some, the really big theme parks that are run really well, if you ever want to really appreciate how good you have it there, uh, go to Legoland because it is a shit show. And yeah, I'll do Legoland. I'll you pass. get on you get online for a ride, and there's like ten people ahead of you. We're like, hell yeah, there's no line here, but it says on the digital screen. 35 40 minutes whatever and you're like there's no way there's 10 people ahead of me this is there's one person working the ride there's nobody working the line and they load every single part of that ride as slow as they could not go any slower with the way they walk over they lift the gate then they have to wait then it moves up then somebody goes in then it moves up again then somebody comes i mean it is the slowest operation i've ever seen no fast pass this they brings did. Up they had a, a VIP pass. Thought. This brings up a side thought for me. So I, I have a hypothesis, and I don't know. Maybe it's just my interpretation because I'm I'm not a wait around kind of guy. But I feel, and maybe you guys can tell me, and maybe this is a thing. Maybe it's not. But I feel like at this supermarket, they put the absolute slowest person in the yeah. quick checkout lane. <laughs> is it not? I mean, it takes in the ten and under lane. It takes me longer to get those eight items rung up than the lady with a full cart in the aisle next to me. Am I the I mean, only I can, one that I can see how that's? I mean, it makes sense, I guess. I can see how that's logistically possible. Yeah, I couldn't tell you the last time I went to the supermarket. I'm actually going to be in Orlando, not next weekend, the weekend after. Oh yeah, making the, making the drive. Well, yeah, we're gonna. I'm gonna drive something up to uh, Orlando, and so I, we just said, "Fuck it, we're gonna take the wife and kids, and just have the weekend getaway with the kids." But I told them no theme parks. Ah, uh, can you at least stay well, at the Disney hotel to enjoy it? Like, have a good hotel. No, I don't or think what? we will because I was just there not that long ago. Yeah, because well, well, my oldest really wants to go. For all my Florida peeps, maybe give me some advice on this, but she really wants to go to Halloween Horror Nights. My how, oldest is a horror movie, scary yeah. movie, thriller freak. Like, how old is she, she like, Abe? Petra's fifteen, gonna be sixteen. Oh, okay, then she's old enough. Oh no, she's, she's a mature. Uh, Petra's a mature. No, I know she's mature, but like, I, I wasn't sure if she was like fourteen or like I don't know. I, it, it's it's more very adult centric. Like, uh, it, listen to me. 
So, well, I'm, I'm going to take Asher and Zara. Uh, my middle girl doesn't want to go, though Zara really does want to go. Um, but, you know, I, I, I kind of researched it, looked it. I, you know, have you ever been to Halloween Horror Nights, Paul? No. I haven't yeah, been to Universal in years, but I have a you, lot Alex? of friends that go. I haven't, no. Yeah, I mean, Halloween's just not my shtick, period, yeah. just in general. Petra loves it. She's into the horror things. She's into the horror movies. So, um, Brandy, you know, we'll go up Friday, Saturday, we'll do something during the day, and then Brandy, you know, I guess the lot, they, they kick everybody out of the park at 5 p.m. So, 5 p.m., they kick everybody out of the park, and they have these stay and scream stations. So, if you bought a ticket for Halloween Horror Nights, you have to get caged in for like an hour and a half where you can't get out. Yes, until they huh. get yeah because they're not going to make you go back out and come back in, but they just right, can't right, have right. you roaming around the park. They got to set it up, so they got these little staging areas, where, like five of them throughout the park. Where if you're in the park by five o'clock, you got to get in one of them, and they won't let you out till six thirty when they start admitting everybody from the front gate for our horror night. So, Brandy and I think one or two of the girls are going to go, and then I'll do something with the young kids that day. But you know. It, yeah, I told the kids absolutely no theme parks. We did the theme park. Well, if so, she's going to Halloween she, Horror Nights, you're going to a theme park. She's going to Universal Studios, but I don't think the rides are open or nothing. The, 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 yes, the they are. are. Yes. Really? Yeah, uh, we just went. Point. We just we just went to one down by me, and well, most of the rides have closed. Time, they barely have time to get to the ten haunted houses from six thirty. Yeah, I don't know, Paul. I, think it's, yeah. I don't think the rides are open, Paul. Are you just assuming you're a Disney guy. You, I don't take any of your. Knowledge on Universal. Yeah, 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 yeah. I will. I will look it up, but I'm pretty sure that it's limited rides are open as well as the haunted houses. But limited, limited though, it's not open wide. Yeah, shut it down because there's ten parks and there's strategy guides on how to get uh, ten haunted houses. So this year they've added a uh, the Last of Us haunted house, which I think is pretty badass because I love the series. And then um, there's a Stranger Things, which my daughter is a super fan of. So. You, they 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 got to plan out because it's very hard to even get to the ten haunted houses in that time period. So, I don't think people going to fright nights are going on rides. They do. Yeah. Everybody's agreeing on here. Um, no, I, when I, was, I I just I went last up. week to one of my parks. It's a Paramount Park down here, and no, they had either. very few rides open. Yeah, if any. This is Universal. Hey Sarge, I don't know if you cut the, the beginning. Same. They're all the, the show, same right? though, Paul. They're all they all operate the same way. I don't know if you cut the beginning of the show, but it was user error. Totally cut. Yeah, they're not going to staff. They're not going to staff the park, Paul, for these fright night things because they don't. How get much as is much the fright night ticket, Abe? Fright night ticket. Last I looked, I just looked a couple days ago. It was like eighty some dollars. Oh, that's you know? cheap compared to the Disney but, one. But of they, they, but there's going to be no fast passing. That so shit. so Universal has five rides open. Okay, so they, they have the, the roller, the big roller coasters. Probably. Uh, it's usually Transformers, Revenge of the Mummy, Hollywood Rip Ride, Rocket, The Wizarding World of Harry Potter, Men in Black Attack. There you go. All right, so there are rides, just not a lot. Five. We're going Pay for rides. the fast pass. Oh, of course. Absolutely. Why would I ain't worried about her seeing half the house. It's not my problem. It's going to be a $400 night for one yeah. year. You, yeah, well, I'm going to look and see if we stay at the Hard Rock if you get a deal on the fast pass, but because Disney's fast pass was really reasonable, super reasonable. If you stayed on the property, but like when we went to universal while we were there, it was like a couple hundred dollars a person. Yeah. But right? on the universals, you can go on any ride on the fast pass line, right? There's no limit. You don't have to do it on the app. Like you do at Disney. No, in universal, it's way worse 
you oh, have really? they give you a little card you got to carry around with you. Mm-hmm. Well, no, wait, no, we did the other thing. That's why they gave us the card. Oh, the VIP tour. Well, what, no, what you told me about. Oh, oh, they gave you a card for that. Yes, they give you a card that you got to carry to ride the ride. And then you get there and a guy initials it and tells you what time you got to come back. Oh, my just, God. That's yes. old school. Oh, that's awesome. Yes, you can't just Hex. do it like on the app like at Disney. Oh. Disney hacks. So you really got really to go there in person first. Oh, that sucks. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, Disney's way better. No, Disney's system is way more manageable. Yeah. Yeah. You can get oh. with Disney's system. You can get on in a in a regular day. You can get on six to ten rides, depending, like like the big rides. I don't mean like you know like the teacups or something that doesn't have much of a weight. But that's that's yeah, that's annoying. I that would actually piss me off. <laughs> yeah. Um, but anyway, I don't remember where we how we got onto this. Oh, oh Legoland, how much it sucks. Legoland, yeah. Uh, yeah. So Lego, it's funny because I was I was debating Legoland. I thought Carmine might be too too old. Carmine anyway. might be too old. There's there's like uh, two, two, there were like maybe two or three rides. It's huge. I'll say we went to the one in New York and it's triple the size of the one in New York, but all the same rides and then some. But it's the same thing as the I guess there's little parks around the country. You know, it's crazy based on what you were saying because I was mapping it out and. It ain't like yeah. hotel stay and all that a package. It ain't much cheaper than Universal. Yeah. No, what? No, yeah. we, we. What? Yeah, Legoland is Legoland is not much cheaper. Well, than so Universal. hold on. I'm gonna give you. A, I'm gonna give you a hack if you're gonna go, Alex. My go wife where? will tell. I'll t- I'll tell my go wife where? if you're gonna go to Legoland. I'm not going. My wi- oh, We're well, my going. wife has that's a hack. Yeah. There's there's a certain type of Lego set that you buy that's like the the cheapo little ones that come in like a plastic baggie. And on the back of it, there's a coupon for a free for kids getting in free. So for every adult pass you buy, you get one free kid admission. They they want to push you to do all the parks because there's Peppa Pig Land, yeah, there's Peppa a water Pig park. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. you can do if you ask them, you have to wait online for the ticket counter. Which by the way, there were 17 windows. Three of them were open on a Saturday. I wanted to kill myself, but you couldn't do this on the app. If you go up there and you say you just want one park admission, they'll still honor that deal. So I think we spent 180 bucks for me for Steffi and I for our regular price tickets, but the kids were free, and they're usually like the same price. It's still expensive. Theme parks are insane, man. Yeah, that's when we have look. a third kid, no, I don't much, think we're no. going to do the annual passes anymore. It ain't much. You will. Much. No, you will. You will. I gotta tell you something. I know I've said it before, but when I smoke a beef stick, I swear this is my favorite size. You've said, like, I, yeah, you have said that. Well, I, smoke, I, you know, this I swear that that's my favorite size. <laughs> I, I, I like I, the box press. I have a, but see, I say the same thing. The box press, my favorite one. And then I'll light up a beast. I'm like, fuck, I love this, this size. So I don't know. I go back and forth. What do they call the box, uh, the box press now? Ribeye? The ribeye. Well, Goodbye. there's two. There's the Robusto box. Well, they're all the other one. But yeah, the, the, the original six by The original is, box press. Ribeye. Is the one I like, which which moved the fastest for us as well. I wish I'd be interesting. I wonder, you know, other retailers that have it, what their experience was. Ribeye for life. Porterhouse and yeah, Porterhouse. I'm interested. What's really funny is a lot of people are commenting, but they haven't tried the sizes yet. Right. 
interesting, right. interesting seeing after they yeah. arrive, what's their favorite size? Because that filet mignon Robusto has never been out. I think we gave a pack away, and Evan gave some out during RML events. And the Porterhouse, same thing. We had a pack that we gave away in a raffle. But other than that, that 6 by 60 box press has never existed. Hey, Abe. Cool, so Bob, I'm going to assume you're heading for that Porterhouse, huh? What was that? Cooper. Are you talking to me? No, it wasn't me. That wasn't me. What was it? Wait, what was your question? I'm sorry, I'm gonna assume that Porterhouse is what you're heading for with the uh RMO. I, I I'm looking forward to it, yes, but I really do like the beef stick. Interesting. Two different sides. I, yeah, I, I did really like the beef stick, but I'm definitely looking forward to the porterhouse. Wow, right right there. There you go. You can make a mixed fill short filler version. Cube steak. Cube steak. <laughs> Keep <laughs> Speaking of which, everybody been following Tom Parcher's ride across America? I, have, I don't know man. what he's using, not, but that's it not, is no. super cool. Whatever that app, app he's using, so it's super cool. cool. It, that app is pretty badass. Is it the Garmin anybody... app? I don't know, but I'm going to sign into Facebook and grab it real quick, and I'll show it. It's it's super cool. Because my, my boss does this, too. He does a couple yeah, times you, a year. He told us all about it. Thing. And he uses the Garmin app, and you can see where he is in real time. If I send you a video, you want to upload it to play his last ride in an hour or two? I, I got it. I can. I'll just. Uh, I'll you share. Sure? Yeah, it, it's it's pretty wild. It's, the app man. is. It is, man. When is he going to be here? October twenty-five ish. Okay, so October fourteenth, because that's you. That's two weeks from now. You're going to be up in Orlando. That's that's the weekend you're talking about that you're going to Orlando. It's gonna be the end of October. I know. I'm just making sure because I have oh, to be out. Oh, you my schedule to see October fourteenth is my, my anniversary. When? October fourteenth is my anniversary, so I oh. I want to go see Tom when he shows up. Oh, uh, okay. But I may be MIA on the fourteenth. Holy shit! You're always Tom, MIA. You watching the show? I figured you'd be on the yeah. Road. I posted his no. I posted his uh, question. The Wahoo app. Yeah, that app is pretty wild. So where is he right now? Um, he started from California, right? And he's going he to Florida. He's, he's out Phoenix. of California now. No, he said he's in. Yeah, he's in Phoenix. He posted. Yeah. That's what he posted before. Poor Michelle. That's a tough look. That's some rough terrain he's going through. If it's that southern, southern California, it's oh, you're in the desert. Yeah, that's some rough. That's some rough desert. But there's hills and stuff. That's a. I've been through that area. I'm sorry. Did you see the picture of, that he posted of his feet? I did, not. Lines from his I did not. I did not know. So I noticed this, and I'm going to have to ask Tom about it when he's here. I, I noticed this on his opening ride, right when he left from San Diego. He's doing a bike ride in sandals. That's in sandals. ridiculous. Yeah. Like I assumed, like he had um, these like clamped biker shoes. Yeah. You know the ones that lock into the to the pedals and shit. Yeah, sandals. So you you guys want to see this? Uh, where yes. his, 20, his yes. I think this was the twenty eighth. Yes, this is wild. Me, yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty cool. It's a pretty cool app. Let me, wait, let me just prep this one in case anybody doesn't know who's watching the show, not part of our socialite group on Facebook. Yeah, this man flew from Juneau, Alaska, to San Diego. He dipped his back tire in the Pacific Ocean. I think that's what it is, and he's riding across the country. To eventually arrive here in Boynton Beach, Florida, and he's got to go to St. Augustine and dip the front tire, and I think that completes the actual cross-country ride. And then he's going to ride from St. Augustine down here, which is a four-hour drive alone, and you know, 
it's gonna it's wild. So we've been watching his progress. He has this app, and every day he's posting his progress as he travels across the country. It's badass. So why don't you go ahead and play his last leg? Look at this. Pretty cool. Let me, oh, let me kill that banner real quick. Elevation at the top of the fucking screen. Wow. to find all those smoke in stickers along the way michelle said <laughs> you know one thing i i have to assume that just because he's on a route he's on the road tom probably staying in like the Mo- seediest of yeah, motel sixes and you have to that's the only place <laughs> yeah, you right? stay. like yeah you know seedy you know alfred hitchcock type motel Motel I think he said he was going to camp some of the times too, because there's so. there's somewhere there's like a two hundred miles. You don't want to camp in Imperial Valley. That's like some real desert. I guess I wouldn't want to do that. So a couple points of data. Uh, thanks to all the socialites. I can't remember what the final number is. It might have been like close to seven hundred bucks. But we raised a lot of money to help him along the way. Uh, we, we sold the um, Alaska Outpost T-shirts, and I got a number. So Tom's doing a thing. Where for every 500 miles, he's donating, I think, a Gars for Gunner pack for the military. So we're going to have all these displayed. So we had we had some of his Alaskan outposts fueled by cigars, cigars that were made for this by Eric Espinosa. Um, we had some allocated strictly for Gars for Gunners, and we said we would match a five-pack. Uh, there were 88 five-packs sold. So yeah, it's cool. like 450 sticks of which will match 456. Wow. That's awesome for guards. And so that, that's almost a thousand cigars right there for the military. And um, there, there've been people who are making regular donations since that left and been using the um, hashtag or in the comments fueled by cigars. So I think when he arrives, one of the things we're going to have them all displayed to see how many 
how many sticks he were actually raised by this ride for Guards for Gunners. So Can people still awesome. donate to it, Abe? Yeah, if they buy a pack of Guards for Gunners and put in in the comments fueled by cigars, we're just gonna annotate it so we're collecting it so we can actually see how many how many cigars were actually put, okay. raised by the ride at the end. So pretty wild. Yes. Yeah, I think there was only a thousand sticks made, Casey. That was it. There was a one-time batch that Eric had at a project that didn't come to fruition. We tried it. We liked it because we were on a real time crunch there to have them done. So luckily, uh, Eric had some stuff. And, for, and honestly, I didn't even get to try one other than the yeah. sample. Well, we got the yeah. sample they sent us, but we didn't get to try one after it was banned and everything. I didn't get those but, in. No, those we didn't even see. Um, but it worked out really good. Who's uh who's got the cops coming? That's me. me. That's that, me. Is that Coop? <laughs> Coop subdivision? That's whoa. Hopefully they're just well, well my back my backyard, there's a there's a main road. Actually, that's where it's coming from. Oh. Yeah, so I live on a cul-de-sac, but my back property is on a uh, goes all the way back to the main road. It's just a lot of solitude to be riding like that. But dude, I don't know. I when I first met my when I first met my boss and he told me he did those rides, I'm like, what? Why? I don't really get it. Um, like I said, I was talking about this on a previous show. That there's people that do it. There's like, I mean, it's, there's a it's lot huge. of people that do it. It's a big yeah. thing. The ultra marathon cycling, it's called. Yeah, there was some where he was. I think he caught up with people along the way, groups along the way that were doing it or doing. Oh, yeah. really? Yeah. Well, that one group they're they're getting they're getting what he called was assisted ride across the country. So yeah. Like a trailer. I'm I'm just out there solo. Like, did he have like a a sat phone or something out there with him? He has to. So that's one of the the, yeah. You that's you got to have a sat phone with you. You know, you got to have like some kind of Garmin GPS track. A lot of people use those those bike Garmins that are satellite connected, so that you can actually map yourself. Which I'm gonna tell you what he's using for me to now now take away now now let's uh, let's say you know safety all in check garments physically athletically able to do it i'm i probably have to pack like three pairs of airpods they only last a couple like i'm gonna need headphones the entire they last what six hours yeah five four you know and even then they're like three i i you know what do you do you're just riding in solid like that at least you got some music in your ears you're, you're you're flying but i feel like riding a bike in solitude they make they make really small battery packs you could just well, put it in your I mean, you could charge the airpod well he probably oh, has a battery pack a lot of guys like, put like a car you battery take out. then you're really in like yeah. a lot of guys I, I put a know. put a car battery on it they put all these lights on it so that they stand out and they also can ch- plug stuff in it so you that's another I mean, one so many questions from when he arrives like I, I could totally see myself like being mentally hyped at the ride in the beginning that i had some friends show up and I can see myself like three hours into this like, one. What am I doing? What the fuck? Yeah, what, yes. the, what am I doing? Oh my gosh. It's literally just that mind boggling just to think about. Yeah, it's, I do that every time I get a tattoo. I'm like, yeah, I'm all hyped to go. Yeah, once I'm like 10 minutes in, I'm like, why the fuck? Do I do <laughs> myself? You keep going. Does, back. He have like a, does he have like a support car or something following him? No, or no. no. No, no, he's just him. Oh, but most of these guys, like they do have yeah, that. Yeah. That's the, that. No. Wow, wow. Yeah. No, the he's hardcore stolen. guys don't. They yeah. don't do anything. Yeah, and it's hardcore. probably 60, 60 to hundred miles a day, if not more. You know, which again, you're carrying. Yeah, that's... dude, 
that video it was he did 62 or 63 miles and, and rode for nine hours yeah well he didn't ride for nine hours i think it's nine hours yeah he stops, stops. yeah he yeah, stops. Still, nine hours of oh, shit I mean, listen, for you to get nine hours of riding in, you're not stopping for three hours. You're Jeez. stopping, you're taking a yeah. rest break. I mean, I've seen some of the guys, when they do it, they have like a car follow them. That's amazing, yeah. I'd right. like to know what he's eating every day and how much food. He's probably, he probably, gets, like. He ain't stopping at Whataburger, I can tell you that. <laughs> no, but you know what's the most consistent thing, I think? That, yeah. And again, I know this because my boss, one of the most consistent places to eat at when you do this across country is Subway. Because there's Subways everywhere. There's you know, like, and with, with that kind of, with that kind of exhaustion, you know, your your meals got to be carb loads. Yeah, you got to so bulk up. That's yeah. it. I mean, you got to got to carb load. What he's eating you know? a day, right? You know, you're not just picking on. You got to load up on carbs that you're going to burn throughout that ride. Yeah, yeah. We, we and I'm sure he's got a bunch of bars with him. You know, he he's a. I think he's a bar guy. He has those vegan bars and stuff. So he probably. Yeah. Packs his backpack, or and he's not. Is he doing a trailer? I don't think he was doing a trailer. A lot of guys do a trailer behind. No, he's got saddlebags. Like saddle saddle okay, bag. saddlebags. Yeah, so he's probably got that packed with snacks and stuff that he can eat during the day. Oh no way! Right, he's just putting it up. Yeah. Ah, oh god, go. he's biking and watching us right now. Wow. Oh my good god! Good for you, man. God bless Tom. How the hell Dude. is he typing? <laughs> he might be taking a pit break. But, you know, listen, Tom's the kind of guy that's made for this stuff. Let's keep in mind that, you know, when everybody is heading out from a natural disaster, you know, Tom and his crew are coming in. Are going in. Florida yeah. for the hurricane. He had to fly out to Maui, you know, during the fires, after the fire. So, yeah. If there's anybody that knows his way around, you know. Yeah, that's true. If there's somebody that's that can survive it, it's him. <laughs> uh, that's, that's cool, man. I can't wait to talk to him about it. I can't wait to see him. Yeah, we should, we gotta get him on KMA that Saturday if he's in town. That would be great. I I mean I plan to go. I plan to head down there to see him, and I, I think uh, we may try to yeah. get a babysitter and have. And Steffi wants to see him too, because I think Michelle's coming too, right? She's gonna fly down. Yes, yes. He, he wakes up when I'm going to bed. I was yeah, not even, not even going to bed. I mean, he wakes up at three. You're talking two, one, twelve. Let's ten, it's ten o'clock. Yeah, it's it's funny that you that you say that. My wife was giving me a hard time the other day because I used to work out a lot before kids, and now I don't at all. I swear, I used to run four days a week. I was like, when do I have time? She's like, you're. She she's mentioning dads in the neighborhood. She's like, he goes he goes to the gym at four a.m. every day. I'm like, I'm not waking up at four a.m. to to go work out. I used oh, to man. run four or five times a week, man. I, I lifted a little bit, but mostly like push-ups. And oh, my God. You do. Oh, God, I got to find pictures of I, me in shape. When I, was going, when I was going to whatever it was, 45, I begged this guy multiple times to come. I don't want to box. I have no what? interest in boxing. There was no boxing. That's, that's, that's it was boxing. kickboxing. It was kickboxing. No, it ain't. No, it ain't. You asked me to go to kickboxing. No, I asked you to go to the 45 gym I was going to, you moron. No, you said kickboxing. I'm telling you. That's what you invited me to. I've never kickboxed in my life. You're, you got you put down the crack pipe. No. Yeah. <laughs> I've never kickboxed, worked out, boxing worked out in my life. It was no. when I was going to Q45, like, for about a month straight. 
I don't know what Q45 is. What is F45. it? F45. We talked about it on the show, Paul. You even said, well, I'll go Monday. Or yeah, Monday. F45, uh, what, what's his name's uh, gyms? Uh, uh, Mark uh, Mark. Wahlberg. Oh, don't like, call him Mark Mark. You don't like that. Oh, he does not like that. He gets very upset. Hey, it is what it is. Abe versus <laughs> Paul. That would be a good, you know what? That'll be good. That'll be good, man. We can promote oh, that. I'll, it, I'll say right well, now, Abe would destroy me, I'm sure. I mean, I could probably weave in and out and run around him a little that's bit. That's what but... you got to do. You got to wind them out. A little <laughs> yeah. robot, though. Exactly, but eventually. Boxing? I don't know. Yeah, the kickboxing. Anything. I think it's the reach, the reach at Boynton Beach we can have. <laughs> yeah. I remember I was going to 6 a.m. classes. I was trying to talk to you and go into the one. You wouldn't do you it. Told, I thought it. For some reason, I thought it was kickboxing. No. I honestly no. do. I don't want to do a kick- I have it's, too many friends that kickbox dude, and they're in dude, shape dude, and they throw up. Dude, you're nuts. This was a – we talked about it. was uh, what do you call it? Um, training. Um, interval. Interval training. And it's like there's big screens and you go to stations 45 seconds and then and then you go and it's like a 45-minute workout and you're out. And we talked about this in the show. So, <laughs> Michelle Potter. Dude, we're, we're, who's clicking? Yeah, I was clicking the same one. No, God, it's dude. you and me, I think. You do it. You do it. <laughs> Go ahead, Alex. I wasn't right. doing it. But I'll do it. Jesus. Oh, my I got God. It. I got it. <laughs> Who's Paul, on first? I could destroy you. I, Michelle, I believe that. I believe oh, yeah. that. But then I want... destroy most men, so that's not really a derogatory statement. The, right, the right, times, right, right. The times that I've been in the best shape were when I was partnered with somebody that was like an asshole to me when we were working out, like, which probably would be why it would work with you, honestly, Abe. But like, you know, when somebody motivates me by like, you know, kicking my ass and screaming at me. But it's finding time these days. You know, it's very funny. You can tell people who haven't followed us that long. I I did that 45 gym for about a month straight. So I went to 45 minutes. Yes, you did. I, Abe is actually surprisingly very athletic and, and has stamina for athletic athletic things which is you wouldn't necessarily believe it but he's a very athletic person i'm telling you if we have cigar celebrity boxing we're doing by the way on the coop show thursday night we're doing cigar personality celebrity death matches oh boy so we're gonna be picking people and we're gonna be you're gonna do what cigar cigar industry personality celebrity death matches so like what would happen if juan cancel would battle like uh hector alfonso if you're really, really good, you'll figure out how to get some AI version to produce it. That's uh, to call <laughs> Eric on that. He's the AI guy. Yeah, that would be that, that would, would be, be really cool. cool. Yeah, to put together, Usually entertaining. Yeah, I mean that would be funny as hell. You that is a good idea. Is- yeah. Who's ass kicking? They think they think you're ass kissing me, Paul. Because I said he's athletic. I'm paying him a compliment. Yeah, it's fact. He, Abe's more athletic than you know. Based on that, what he was telling me, I give him credit on that. No, he, he is. He's a very athletic person. Rock the ball three times a week. Yeah, absolutely. Like I, I remember when you guys doing the dress competition. I still thought Abe was in the best shape of the three. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's oh, not much. With and soccer and Nimish, I mean, it was like. Yeah, I gained some weight back by the time because that yeah. was like round two, round two of that competition. Yeah. So Abe's athleticism is 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 coupled with 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 mental capacity. I mean, because look, let's be real. I can I can outrun Abe any day of the week. I'm not carrying as much Abe's, but we would play racquetball, and I would lose. Well, I, one, you know, Abe played knows more than me, but Abe knows 
how to use his he doesn't waste energy no i'm flying all around chasing <laughs> yeah. abe knows what i'm gonna be i'm gonna be here so he knows how to use his energy right so even <laughs> me who who would I'm carrying less weight i should be able to outrun abe you know i'm i'm dying because he's no, that's the only reason why he's never won a game because i just know the game better but we would play for what an hour straight Heart an rate. hour straight of racquetball, heart right dying. Oh my heart rate god! Was like one, I'd, one I'd be puking on the court. Yeah. Consistently. yeah, I mean, there was a couple of times where like, I literally like I had to walk off the court. I, 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 <laughs> <laughs> no, the, the funniest would be the funniest would be Abe would be like, I get a point, and he'd be like, if it was eight eight, I would have chased that one. I got I got to say, but there's no reason. You know, no, it's seriously. nine two. He's like, I'm not chasing this. Uh, I'm gonna let the, that one the go. Score, the score isn't close enough where I have to haul ass to get that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's like, <laughs> if it was eight eight, it. I would have hauled ass for that. I got to concern. But that's 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 a that is a part of athleticism. No one went to you know use your use your fuel yeah. tank and when you don't have to. Yeah, yeah. That's funny. All right, we're gonna take a quick break right now. We got hour two coming up. Uh, we do not have a name that jam but i got another i got a little trivia thing going wow. on in hour number two okay. um our our uh our guy who does all the video for that had it was, it was personal situations got it uh-huh. down, so we don't have that but we do have killer tape number two coming yep. up and of course would you rather in the scoop with well, and i have to display my number three because you guys didn't talk about it last week sure absolutely yeah okay <laughs> anyway <laughs> <laughs> Don't go anywhere, folks. We'll be right back. Keep it lit. <laughs> Phenomenal. 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 My name is Rafael Nodal from Aging Room and Tabacalera USA. Since I was a little kid, I fell in love with a musical form called Sonata. There are many famous sonatas from fantastic composers and musicians like Beethoven, Liszt, Rasmaninoff, Mozart, and I wanted to have my own sonata. So I dedicated my sonata to Nicaragua but I didn't write my sonata with musical terms. I composed my sonata with tobacco leaves. I team up with my great friend and tobacco master, Eje Fernandez, and together, together we created these blends. This cigar has subtle notes. It's not aggressive. It has some great flavor, some character, and amazing aroma. So I dedicated my sonata to Nicaragua, the land of volcanoes and lakes. Cheers. Surgeon General Warning. Cigars are not a safe alternative to cigarettes. Honesty and Green with the Goat to tell you about Smokin's Cigar of the Month Club. Alex, tell our fans out there why our club is the best darn club out there. Absolutely. I'll tell you why. Because every month, I personally handpick five premium cigars. No filler, no fluff, no fugazis. These are all premium, handmade, name brands that you can find in any brick-and-mortar store in your area. 
all delivered to your door for $34.95. And our average monthly retail value since the inception of our club has been almost $57. Another great feature about our Cigar of the Month Club, Alex, tell them about the ease of our Cigar of the Month Club. Sure. I'll tell you, I hate subscription services. It's always a pain to cancel them, turn you know, turning them on. We've made it super simple. All you gotta do is log into your account. There's a little green button there. If it's green, you're active. You wanna take a break, going out of town, simply hit the button and you'll deactivate your membership. Wanna turn it back on? The exact same easy process, you can turn it right back on. We've made it that easy for you. Another great feature is our Double Down Club. Alex, tell them about the Double Down Club. We had so many of our members reach out to us, really enjoyed our selections every month, that they wanted to know there was a way they can get two. And we've made that very simple. With a simple check mark, you can get double this great selections every month and save $10. Does our club have perks? Of course it have perks. You want to tell them about the perks? As a member of our club, every month there's a special discount code where if you like any of the selections, we will offer them to you so you want to come and get some more. You can get them at a special discounted rate for our Cigar of the Month Club members. And finally, expedited shipping. Tell them how fast we get the stuff out, Alex. We get the stuff out on the 28th of every month. Our membership bills on the 28th, and we get every member's package out on the 28th if it's a shipping day. Five great reasons on what makes Smoking Cigar of the Month Club the best club out there. Check it out. Peace. Hey, I, uh, I really appreciate you doing the video with me. Thanks. Oh, yeah, you're welcome. I mean, you didn't let me get a word in, but whatever. What? <laughs> great, it's perfect. Welcome back, everyone. Hour two of KMA Talk Radio. Honest Dave here with the gang popping in. There we all are. Alex Tabella, the goat, William the Scoop Cooper, and the man we call Shameless Paul. Ooh, that was like a, that. It rhymes. That was a rough. The man that was call. a rough break for me. Why? I've been I've been drinking a lot of coffee lately because I'm not sleeping that great. So I, I got more. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I got more coffee and I had to I had to pee really bad. And the bathroom, I'm in my office. The bathroom is literally out this door, and there's a door right next to it, and that's where the bathroom is. And I heard Rafael Nodal saying cheers, and I know that's uh, you the went end at the, the wrong commercial. time. You, you got to go during the COTM. It gives you enough I was, time. I was trying to, to like, I was trying to gear myself up to say, like, I can go another hour, I'll be fine. But no, pro tip you go during the COTM commercial. Yeah. You, got, you got enough time. Yeah. It's, like a, it's like two minutes and change, plenty of time to take a. It's strategically but I, poised. But I ran, I ran Coffee. back here. <laughs> Cheers. Coffee. I should have gotten more. <laughs> we go through a lot of coffee. I'm the only coffee drinker. My wife very, very seldom will drink coffee, but it's like three quarters creamer and a little bit of coffee in it when she does. So <laughs> this week I, listen, I, came up with a, I could, I could play I, it. No, this week I came up with an interesting tidbit. I think we went over it. So I'm going to see oh, what yeah. the, what our fans did. Since we don't have a name that jam, which is, so we're going to bring you this tidbit by Avo Cigars. Um, so I'm curious. So I'm, it is a two part question. First part, let's see what the comments are. What is the average number of photos that a person has on their phone? So let's see who who can come close to this number. We're gonna see what the comments say. Average oh, number. I'm really oh. curious on this one because we talked about this one. Yeah, 
I think yeah. Paul was actually really close on, on his guess of the average numbers. He was oh, he was way over. No, he was. No, I think his, Paul was. His guess was right. His his amount was his, way his, over. His amount was nuts. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The amount that I had was insane. yeah, it's insane. But so is Abe's. There's but one that's close that I, I see on I would probably have. I would yeah. probably have the same amount of Abe if yeah. a couple of my phones I lost photos from. Yeah, like one my, guy's my... very close with the answer. I think with one these. guy's extremely close. Yes, yes. Well, no, I think two guys are close. One's under, one's over. One's so. over. Yeah, yeah. So, of all the comments, I think the closest people so far. I got to remember we're on an eight-second delay. I yeah, I'm still throwing them in. Ooh. Ooh, one came really close. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Two thousand seven hundred and ninety-five photos is the, the average. average. Yeah, it seems out. very low now that well, I look for at my you. Phone. Not <laughs> really. I mean, that's a lot of photos, Paul. Wait. That being said, now that being said, Alex is saying everybody's gonna have to drop off the show for a quick second. <laughs> Viewers. <Yeah. laughs> Go to your go to your albums. Is anybody else frozen other than me? Or we're all, just are you. We all frozen? Just you. You are frozen, just you. You're frozen, Abe. Sorry, it's a, but we can hear you. But we, we can, can hear you. You're good. All right. So um go to your albums, look at your recents. Just now start typing in how many photos you actually have on your phone. I so was while they're doing that, I'm going to reload my screen because I'm I'm still frozen here. Look at yeah, all just these guys. camera on off, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to put mine up there. So mine, mine was at thirty-two eighty-one, which I feel three thousand two hundred eighty-one. Three thousand two hundred eighty-one photos. All right, I'll put it in. Yes. And mine was at viewers. Mine was high. Mine was like fifty-one hundred. Yeah, yours was. Randy Bush. Well, I have a ton of cigar pictures online now. Wait, I'm sorry. What was yours, Coop? 9,500? 5,100. 5,100. Wow, how do I have so AC, many? 9,826. 5,058. Coop, 5,100. Reamer, 5,600. So okay. Abe may have everybody beat. What do you mean? Yours was astronomical. Yours was crazy. Abe's was, been, Abe's was more than mine, though. No, it wasn't. No. How much is yours, Paul? 23,482. And yeah, Coop, no, he, Abe wasn't close to that. No, it wasn't Sarge, oh my God, man! Sarge takes a lot of photos. He does reviews. He does. I thought that's saying he's got Abe a lot for the review. Like Forty thousand. Yeah. yeah. No, Abe had like four thousand. Thirty-seven twenty-two for Alan Rubin. Alan thirty-seven. Rubin, that's, a of, that's a lot. A lot of pub subs. That's a lot of pub subs, Alan. Uh, I was gonna say thirty-seven hundred are selfies with with <laughs> <No>. pub subs. Airport pictures and pub subs. A lot of pub sub pics. Big number. I mean, I Alex, don't you like all my photos transfer from all my old phones except for yeah, two, but I, two phones um, didn't I, transfer. I get neurotic. I clean up a lot. I, I'll go in because I'll take a lot of photo screenshots and this. Yeah, and stuff, me too. Then I got to send. I'll go back and I'll I'll um I'll clean that stuff up. Because what will happen is eventually I'll be looking for something that right. is way deeper than it should be, and that I'll sucks. and I'll wind up. What you, was your number, you, Abe? You were way off. Who was way off? You. His was like forty something thousand. We can't see it. Hold on, we can't see it, Abe. God damn it! Just tell us. It is forty three thousand nine hundred. Wow, it's high, Paul. Okay. I thought it was four thousand when you said. Me it. too. That's what I thought. Yeah. Forty three thousand nine hundred and sixty seven. 
Yeah, you got to clean that up, I, man. I clean it up, too, but, like, I think Abe is the same as How do you clean got... it up when you're at 43,000? Well, I you can find duplicates. Now, okay, so, so here's, a cooler, wait, here's a cooler factoid. Ready? Got to go to your albums again. Okay. Go to your albums. If you've got an iPhone, you can shrink it down real good. What's the date of your first photo? Oh, shit. How do you... You gotta... See, but this isn't true because my my like I said, I have some from other phones that are not on here. So mine's two mine's February six, two thousand eleven. Mine's two thousand and two. Mine's yeah. how do you find that? How do you find that? If you're on an iPhone, just click on the picture and then they'll tell you at the top of the picture. Okay. On it. Oh, okay. now everybody's frozen for me. October yeah, you're frozen now. October twenty fourth, two thousand and two. Mine's just 2016, but that makes sense because that's right around when I switched over to iPhone. If I go yeah, back to mine. This is actually very common, John. Most people have... June 21st, 2018. Yeah, that's why I got 40,000 pictures. A lot of imports. Yeah. I think I got everybody beat on time, too. Damn, Kent. I thought yours would be like 1970-something. <laughs> <laughs> Chad on my birthday, first photo. I dig it. Yeah, so nobody nobody has earlier than two thousand and two. No, two thousand and two. Now you want to hear something funny? What? What year did the iPhone first come out? Mm. Two thousand six. So how do I have a two thousand and two photo? There's a lot of things that come in to be with the date on that, maybe. No, it was import because that's actually oh, yeah. a, that's actually a data photo. It's when we had our grand opening of West Palm Beach. What did you import it from another phone or? or I don't it remember was, how I did it. It, it was wrote twenty years ago. Well, yeah, that's it. Yeah, so it'll it'll tag. You know, every photo has a tag. Oh, you know what it imported from that kept the dates? iPhoto. What do you mean iPhoto? There used to be four. Back, back, back in the day, like what, what do they call it now on 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 Max? It's called something else. Uh, photos. It's just called Photo. Before yeah. it was called iPhoto. So there was actually it was a completely different software that you uploaded pictures on your laptop. So my laptop dated, and then when they went to Photos, you had to import your iPhoto library into Photos when Photos was actually developed. Were you uh, you were you were using a Mac that long? I was using a Mac since nineteen. 19- 96, 95. Oh, you always 90, been a yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was very late to the iPhone game. Me too. I, my first yeah, two I iPhones didn't, didn't import. My, the th- I had the first, the second iPhone, the 3G. So, so iPhones kept, uh, I mean, the laptops would date the the photos that you uploaded. Right, right. So the, then it, it takes some stuff. Right, so then when I imported it to my iPhone, I was just, I was just saying to myself, how do I have pictures from 2002? Um, oh, so you kept... See, but you probably always had the bigger iPhones. I had the lower no, no, no. ones, so I used to take the photos off. 2002, but Max used to have a, a software called iPhoto. So okay. even on your digital cameras, like your 35-millimeter digital, you'd upload them to iPhoto. And then when iPhones came out, iPhoto was on iPhones, and then they eventually changed it to Photos, and everything went to Photos. Yeah, Jay Davis, yeah, I actually was a BlackBerry holdout, but that was a corporate thing while we were on it. I was too, Coop. I had a BlackBerry Pearl, and I loved it. I was very I had a black, I anti-iPhone. Like the I was a Samsung guy for a long time. 
it's funny when you watch these old shows like um designated survivor and homeland and they're all on these blackberries yeah everybody's on these blackberries we uh my my talk father's about company That's, talk about one thing. of those companies that just couldn't adapt yeah there was a movie did anybody watch the movie about it it was wild there was a movie i didn't see it oh it was good i watched it it was good uh, at my father's job, worked at a Fortune 500 company, and he they didn't have iPhones until he retired four years ago. They didn't have iPhones until like six or seven years ago. It's a company that Warren Buffett uh, owns, and they, I don't know, something with Warren Buffett and uh, and Apple. They hated them, so they nobody was allowed to use it. It was it, it, my my brother hated it, but my dad was always a samsung user so he didn't care i had a palm palm phone before the iphone oh you had the palm with the stylus i couldn't do it i had the palm phone i went from i had your bait when i moved to florida i had your basic at&t basic flip phone like the razor wasn't even a flip phone just like the black little model oh wow then we all went to nextel remember nextel Yeah. yeah that's good for you though for business that's great yeah, I had three employees back then. <laughs> <laughs> so then we went to Nextel, and I had the Nextel until the Palm, and then from the Palm, I eventually went to the iPhone. Of course, yeah. Kevin. Yeah. Oh, I thought I'm sorry. I thought that was Kevin Shahan that said he had the Palm Pilot, but I can see him being a Palm Pilot guy. Uh, I, dude, could you imagine Nextel now at your place with the amount of employees you have? You, that thing be ringing off the hook at. Yeah. As no. it is, your phone doesn't shut up. You but can't yeah, have a meeting with a, Abe. I never had a Blackberry. No, Black, never. Blackberries Black were great. Ball. It all went downhill, though, when they came out with that one with the touch screen. The touch the instead of the actual ball. Yeah, it yeah. just you didn't got, work. You got to watch the movie. You got to yes, watch the movie. Yeah, I'll go check that, that stuff, out. All that stuff gets explained pretty wild. Yeah, that's what I had. I had a trio. Exactly hey, did you right. have did you have the original cell phones? Like, did you have the suitcase cell phone? So my first cell phone was the bag one that plugged into your car lighter. Yeah, yeah. My dad had that too. Um, then, then we had the bricks that came out after that. The big gray and, one with the antenna on it. Yes, and then I can't remember anything between the brick, but I'm sure I had a phone between the brick. And I, now, we're, now I'm really going to test people's age. See who, who knows this. Does anybody remember the first flip phone? That was StarTac Motorola, wasn't it? StarTac yeah. Motorola. Yeah. I, my dad. That had was like '97. The black, yeah, I, the I, black I, StarTac. Yeah. Black gray. Black gray first. I had a oh, black gray one. first. Okay, my dad the had a gray black one. StarTac. Everybody thought it was so cool. It looks like a fucking uh, like a Starship Enterprise. Beat me up, Scotty. It, it was yeah. so cool. Yeah. That was Star that was a cool phone. That's why the Razor did so well. I think I had a Razor too. I thought that was the best phone, man. I loved that phone, and they and were I, durable. Then I went from StarTac to a basic AT&T phone. And then like a the Nokia or something? Yeah, yeah, exactly. It was just those those little black phones that looked like, yeah. you know, a bulk like kind of looked like a bulky thing, you know. Yeah. And then um then the Nextel, then the Trio, and then the iPhone. Think about the the evolution too of the quality of the calls. When when you had that bag phone, I remember my dad would call us from cuz he he would travel a lot. So he'd call us from like LaGuardia and be like, "Hey, I'm I'm on my way back now from the airport. Get ready, guys." And it'd be like this, like like you're, Dad, is that you? He's like, "I'm on my way." Yeah. If you look yeah. at how it, if you look at how it all worked too, right? 
the phone, the goal in the beginning was to get these phones smaller and smaller and smaller and smaller and smaller. And then, you know, eight now they're getting bigger and bigger. So let's make them phones bigger and bigger but, and bigger. But, but now it's going back. There's multiple That's, companies have flip. Uh, Samsung has a flip phone. Uh, Motorola has a flip phone now. Yep. Touchscreen flip phones. It, it just goes in waves. And, and, and it just drives, they background. drive me nuts. Have you ever used one in your hand, the, the touchscreen flip? It's this, but then it. It full, and you full, see the bend yeah. in the screen, yeah. even though it's pretty bend. good. You can yeah. see it, and it drives me yeah. nuts. And and that, but that's the problem with iPhones now. Every iteration, this is a, a 14 Pro. Every iteration gets bigger and bigger, and I don't want the max ones. I don't want the big ones. <laughs> right. Uh, wow, that's a good, where did you get those facts, Abe? Radio. Yeah, that's that's pretty good. Radio, that's a pretty good. I like that. The radio. Sometimes, rarely, rarely, either if if I'm not in the middle of a book or I'm not in a phone call. You know what usually happens is somebody borrows my car and turns it on, and then and I just start, leave it on. on and I, I get yeah. caught it. But in the morning, I'll I'll catch WRMF, the morning show. Those guys are pretty entertaining sometimes, but yeah, I don't do a lot of radio. Yeah, I don't. I, I listen to Sirius because I listen to Stern in the mornings, but that's it. I really believe this show is morning radio for the cigar industry. It's like that morning, it's like, it's morning drive radio. It's got a vibe of it, yeah. And that's why we, that's why we all like it so much, though, because I think yeah, we were, we're all talk radio guys. There, there's you know. no other show that has the morning drive vibe, I'll say, yeah. Speaking of shows. Oh, boy. Yes. I'm I'm, I'm a little... You're a little... Oh, yeah, you talked about this a little bit yesterday. You know, I'm usually really good at picking good series. You know, just vibe, feel, watching a trailer, hearing other people talk about them. But I got bamboozled. With, <laughs> I got bamboozled with Designated Survivor. Could possibly go down as one of the worst shows of all time. Okay. <laughs> the Not theory good. of the show is great. It just became fucking awful and so yeah. retardedly bullshit, right? I mean, I'm all right with bullshit, but not when it's just so off the mark. So my wife has raved about this show forever. And it's really funny because now I'm complaining to her, but it's been so long that she's she's seen it, so she can't even relate to my complaints. Oh, she doesn't remember know? what, yeah. Yeah. So I got into Homeland. I think I talked about it last week. Oh, my God, is this an awful show. <laughs> How did this get so critically? Oh, yeah, so many people love it. Uh, I think you know, Abe. I was thinking about this yesterday. The acting was good on it. That's the one thing I'll say. Acting was really good by every. The acting was, really, but the, but the plot was okay. But that's the story and the, the writing. Game. First off, there's not one character you like. This is like another succession. I can't root for anybody. I'm waiting for the main character to get killed accidentally in some side plot. I don't have to deal with her because you know, four seasons in, and she's still like. Working around her psychosis, there's no one who's that crazy, who's that insubordinate, who's that just a pain in the ass that could still be involved in, in meeting a president of the United States on a regular basis. I mean, it's just it's just absurd. It's just absurd. It's so and and I, I don't like. Listen, nothing against Claire Danes. She's acting the role like she she really loves her. I can't stand her as a character. Yeah. But whoever wrote that as a character is awful. I talked about Rabbit Hole. Rabbit Hole was awesome. I, 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 I can't stand her as a character. I'm never, I'm, I'm never rooting for her. So now I'm committed to fucking eight seasons. 
So now I'm speed watching it, which means any scene that has to do with her family or some sides, I just sat forward. Yeah, I'm speed watching it now. You know, only scenes that are relevant to the plot of whatever the fuck's going on. Can you not give up? Why don't you just give up? You know what? I've never walked out of a bed. I I, I punted on um, Succession. It got so bad. No, I couldn't. I just couldn't watch it anymore. I never found out how the show ended either. I just couldn't, oh, I didn't I, care anymore. I can easily I give up stuff pretty quickly like that. I don't have time to waste if I if I don't like it. I've no. been into I've been into documentaries lately cuz I don't want to get sucked into a show that I have to That's what I am. Much. I'm a documentary guy. But I'm not afraid yeah. to punt on a show if it's if it's bad I'll just punt on it. I'm not I don't killed, have to. They killed all the best actors early on. The guy who plays uh Cody um Brody um the guy from Billions yep. I love him. The British guy. He was good. Um, Very, yep. The other great character was the guy on Homeland was the 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 black ops assassin. They killed that guy off. They, they just kill off everybody who was a good character, you know. But even even Saul, the the CIA guy, who's Mandy Patakin, who I like a lot, is a good actor. Right, he's really he, good. He's, he becomes really unlikable. He's unlikable. He's not. Yeah. He's not. He's a hard ass. No. He's a wussy. He's this. He's that. He's dumb. He's, he's, he's super genius, then dumb as fuck. I mean, it's just, there's just nobody that's likable. There's nobody that's likable. So, you're wrong. How, how, no, how, he's not. How, Dan is right. Dan is right. What about succession? Terrible. That fourth year was a dis. I mean, I just wish I was the writer. I could have rewrote that thing so much better than they did. It was terrible. Just I just bad. like to find one person who tells me they like Claire Danes' character. And she does this thing now for five seasons, ready? Well, she's bipolar, right? So you have a CIA agent. Yeah. And then meets her. But she's bipolar and she self-medicates and goes through. But she does this thing. And it, it, it drives me nuts. Because, see, I'm, I'm binge-watching the shows, which makes it worse. So my experience yeah. isn't being spread over 12 years. It's being spread over like two or three weeks, right? So she does this throughout the whole fucking season, ready? <laughs> Like a high school girl. Like when, she, when someone confronts you with something, she's like, what the fuck is that? When you see that for the 400th time, it just ruins the character for you. Yeah. Disappointed with this season of Billions. They fucking jerked us off. <laughs> Tell us how you really three, feel. For three minutes in episode three, and I don't think, I, I'm afraid. Well, you know, here's the thing. If you're going to come back with your final season, and you put this guy that everybody loved that made the show, right? Undoubtedly made the show. The whole show was centralized upon when it started, right? He had to leave. His wife died. So he bought in this other character, Michael Prince. But if you come back and you make him the central figure in your poster for the season, making everybody thinks like, oh, great, he's coming back for this last season. And you teased him for like 10 minutes in one episode and you're more than halfway through the season, I'm pissed off. Interesting. You know what I find interesting about HBO too? Ben Ben's radio. They recycle all their actors. Oh, always. They always have. Well, they always yeah. have. Yeah. They've done that. They always lot. have. Yeah. Yep. They always have. Like 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 so many people. What, what was it? There's so many they're people. They're the Adam Sandler of, of TV. What was that? You, they're the Adam Sandler of no, TV. No, well, they always they always the they always have, though. I mean, think about it. You go back to the Sopranos. You go back to Sopranos, right at the Sopranos. Yeah. Was Boardwalk Empire, which had 
whatever Buscemi. his name is. Buscemi. Buscemi uh, was yeah. it Nurse Nurse Jackie had uh, Edie Carmelo Falco. Supra- Edie Falco. Yeah, and then they Long do Island that over girl, and over. But same thing. And uh, I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think. Oz. Who came out of Oz? With a Ernie. What's his name? What's the Ernie guy? The guy from Ghostbusters, the the warden, he did something on HBO. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Ernie Hudson is that? Yeah, his but name? they do. They, 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 re, they recycle their actors a lot. So I, I need to I need to come up with with a high man. I need to come up with a high. I need to. Can I tell you, my wife was very obsessed. My wife was very obsessed with that show. <laughs> do you, do you show? watch mainstream shows like network shows? No, Got rid of it. Uh, she she watches uh, a million little things. She loves that show. I cannot get into it. And then I forget what the other one is. It's about like a a family who the father died, and it like it's like it's weird because it keeps going back in time. It takes place to when the father was alive, and and the kids were young, and they they and then it goes back into the present time where the kids are all old, and the dad's dead, and it's a oh, damn. I can't remember the name of it. She was obsessed with that show, but it just ended. But that show was like. Everything that could possibly go wrong went wrong. Like, it was definitely like a soap opera. Like, there was never like a, I don't know, like, the worst thing that could possibly happen would be that this person at this time gets cancer. But, of course, they're going to get cancer. You know, like, it was just very predictable to me. I I watched this. It's okay. They just had season two. It's all right. The Wheel of Time. Well, I read the book. um, Robert Klein, I think it is. Um, But it's all right. I... It, it, for for my sci-fi geeks, I know Gary. I haven't seen Gary Brooks on. He's usually my my partner in crime with sci-fi geek shows. The show Foundation on Apple TV, fucking amazing. Now it's so amazing that after the first season, I went to go read the books. Couldn't fucking do the books. I've dropped books. Won't drop TV shows. The book was so horrendous. But this is a series that transcends thousand years. So like it's literally like hundred and thirty-five years every season Ugh. oh gosh but um foundation just closed its uh, second season fucking amazing i love foundation i watched silo which was pretty wild um on apple tv silo was really good but now i'm i'm audio booking the, the the book because i want the ending you know season one the book it ended i think it was like five books to the the silo series but that was extremely good show extremely good show what about you? What about Yellowstone? I have a lot of friends that watch. I'm fucking waiting a fucking year and a half for part two of the last season. Uh, really. They did like half a season, and it's been like I don't know. It feels like a year almost now. The Yellowstone is awesome. Ah, fuck! Oh, calm down. I missed a tough guy there. I missed. I missed an epic tough guy there. You just oh me. from Yellowstone. Ah, uh, uh, he's a. He, I mean, it's new. I didn't didn't come across my radar, but he is without a doubt an epic tough guy, of um, you know shows. I I I I, I rip. I wish I, I wish I remembered Rip Kohlhauser Rip. I'm just never let down by you know if I get a good like last night I watched a docu- documentary on uh, African uh, elephant poachers and the ivory trade. But I got sucked into it, man. It was it, this. There's like this hardcore underground world with these people in China that are paying like you know thirty thousand dollars per whatever pounds of of illegal ivory, 
And it was just kind of cool to like watch these guys like protect the elephants, trying to watch them, catching the poacher, and it was cool. You see, I don't count these shows because if you're a Star Wars geek or you're you know a Marvel geek, you're gonna like all these shows pretty much. I mean, I mean, Andor was awesome if you're into Star Wars. As far as the side series, Andor was fucking great. Yeah, Ashoka's um, on Disney Plus. Yeah, yeah, I I, I love the Mandalorian. I even like The Mandalorian. I didn't watch it through and through, but I enjoyed the episodes that I watched when my brother-in-law and sister-in-law were here for an extended period. I watched it with them. It was it was good. All right. Well, send me a PM. Put it in the comments and tag me. There's a really good show. I mean, you guys have listened to me now for a few years. You know the kind of shows I like. Picard was all right. Me and Sean, me and Sean were missing each other during the, 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 the final show of the series was awesome. So, yeah, we, we were going back and forth during... Uh, Wow, Tom, Tom, Tom Jordan, you and I have that in common. I've Me never three. watched a full Star Me Wars three. movie. Yep. Me three. Really? When I was a kid, I could not get through them. I, all my friends were obsessed with them. I could not get through them. They're and okay. I still haven't watched them. They're okay. I want okay. to. They're, they're, they're overrated, but they're... Uh, I can see why people really like them, but it just wasn't my cup of tea. Star Wars in 1979, 80, overrated. I mean, it was, it was mind-blowing. It was well, awesome. Alex and I were born in '83 and '84, right? Yeah, so I, was so. I mean, the whole yeah. idea of shields never working. Just well, I mean, you know, you know, like, me and Sean were joking about that same thing. Starship Enterprise. I mean, we built I, this black ship. We could travel galaxy, but they don't goddamn wear seatbelts. Every no. little bump, everybody goes flying around the fucking bridge. That, that, it's yeah, just. Yeah. Well, it's just back wasn't even a full movie. They just cut it off like right in the middle of everything going on. It was just ridiculous. Yeah. So you know, for me, my my father wasn't a sci-fi guy. Same so with mine. Would, yeah. So he would we would watch he would watch and I would always watch the, the epics. You know, uh, uh, Cleopatra, Julius oh. Caesar. You know, the Ben Hur and those type. Those were the type of older films that we watched. Even like the, the, the Dirty Dozen, old, the older military history type movies. That's my, my dad, dad McClintock. My dad, in my whole life, my dad. I, I can only remember my dad. Oh, sorry, two. My dad took me to two movies in my whole life. One because I guess they went to go see it, and one because I begged him. So the one I begged him to go see was Superman. He took me to go see Superman. Which had to be mind-bugglingly like, like painful for him to take me to go see Superman and sit through that movie. But he took me to one other movie. I don't think anybody can even come close to guessing what the movie my dad took me to. I mean, uh, was it Ten with Bo Derek? First time I saw a naked woman on the screen. I'm 52 years old. I still remember that. Was it Tenkies with Bo Porkies? No. Porkies? No. I wouldn't go see no Porkies. No they, they weren't adults. I can't remember who it was. I think it was my mom and my dad and my uncle and my aunt. They had to bring us because there were no babysitters back then. Uh, I'm pretty sure Porkies was my, like, you know, that was a coming of age movie for me. <laughs> Kramer versus Kramer. I don't remember. Oh, yeah. Man. I don't even know what that Dustin is. Dustin Hoffman. That was a big, very, very acclaimed movie. That's why. Meryl Streep on the map. Really put Meryl Streep on the map, yeah. They decided to go see Kramer versus Kramer. I think there's a scene she gets out of bed and you see her ass. I'm like, Meryl Streep? Yeah. Meryl Streep. Meryl Streep wasn't bad back then, yeah. What year is Kramer versus Kramer? I had to be like six years old. 80. 1979. Okay, I was pretty close, yeah. What time? Is it 1980? 79. I was seven years old. 
Wow, you're seven years old and your parents are taking you to a movie where there's naked chicks in it? That's awesome. I don't think they knew. Uh, yeah, that's and... so unlike your parents. Yeah, I don't, <laughs> I don't think they knew. I, I remember my mom like gasping at, when it happened. But yeah. I Covering that. your eyes. No, hey, Porkies. No. Porkies. Yeah, I think there was a Porkies great, yeah. But yeah, all right. Well, that is our... Uh, TV segment, TV and movie. We have to make this a radio segment. No, it's not quite over yet. No, we have a, we have something coming up. Yep. We do. Uh, well, yeah. Our tail of the tape kind of ties oh, right into. Yeah. Oh, that's true. But before we get to the tail tape, let's find out what is going in the cigar. What is going on in the cigar universe and catch up, catch everyone up to speed with our man here, William Cooper. It's time to find out what's the scoop with. What's my theme music? The Scoop with Coop. Breaking industry news. Hear it first on KMA Talk Radio and cigar-coop.com. We had a busy week this week. Well, it's really funny I've seen a lot of comments about Porky's. Porky's was the first time I saw Bush ever. Yeah. Porky's series the first one. But I, Porky's I'll, had a lot going on in that movie, by the way. People I'll, realize it. I'll, I'll also tell there you. a lot of themes in that movie, yeah. I'll also tell you that I think the first time I watched Porky's was with all the green and red and blue lines. <laughs> <laughs> when the adult channels wouldn't come in, but every now and then it would. I, I, purposely, get, yeah. I purposely think they did that on purpose so people would get like, like a 30-second scene of something. And then it would Sorry, but, yeah. Yeah, the spice, the spice channel, once in a while, it would come in, like, perfect, but in negative, and then you'd be like, well, shit, maybe we should buy this. Me, Tuparoa, one of the greatest characters in a movie, I have to say that. <laughs> I gotta go back and watch that. I haven't watched it since I was a kid. There's a lot of themes going on in Porky's. It's, there's a lot of social themes that go on in that movie, too. So, it's, a, it's an interesting movie. I mean, obviously, everyone remembers certain scenes, but there's a lot of other themes in that movie going on. All right, Coop, what's going on? Busy week. So uh, the big story happened yesterday. Um, it surprised a lot of people, including the uh, attorney for the, I think it's attorney for the cigar industry, but the Department of Justice has uh, filed an appeal on behalf of the FDA um, on the decision when Judge Mehta vacate, ordered the deeming rule to be vacated. So there's an appeal coming. Um, I remember they were Q&Aing the the uh, the lawyer, and he was saying it was highly unlikely this was going to happen, but they opted to go for the appeal. So that paperwork has been filed. You know, I'm not I'm not a lawyer. I'm not going to claim to be a lawyer. I get you, but obviously these are stories I cover. But from what I've learned about the appeal process is this is more of a procedural type of thing where they're going to review the case from Judge Better and see if there's anything procedural violated here. So there's not going to be testimonies filed. Maybe there'll be some uh, written and oral arguments, but but not a lot of that. So. We don't have a timetable for when that's going to happen yet, but there is an appeal happening, and it surprised a lot of people. Yeah, I heard. I heard everybody really said it was high, uh, very based on how the ruling came down. What he said, it was very uh, unlikely there would be an appeal. I thought there would be. I always thought there was going to be because they invested years into this. Like, why wouldn't they try for the appeal if they had a right to do it and if they could see something procedurally that was wrong? But uh, we'll see what happens. I don't know what's going to happen with this. Um, you know, what happens with it. But yeah, I mean, but yeah, even Glenn Loop uh, and Josh Habarski were on our show Tuesday and they were saying unlikely. Obviously, they didn't 
say, oh, it's not going to happen, but they were saying they thought it was unlikely as well. There were things the FDA was doing to indicate that they were ready to move on. So, But it was ultimately the Department of Justice had the call on this because they're the ones who represent the FDA in this case. <sighs> well, I mean, well, let's you know, not say it's, it's hard. This is the cigar industry here. Let's not pop yeah. any champagne in this industry is what I'm saying. I was always cautious that we were popping champagne bottles a little too early with that, but that's that's the negative in me, I guess, right? I'm the negative guy. I was told I was a negative, so. I don't think there's ever going to be champagne bottles in our history. It's just going to be size no, of no, release. No, definitely size not. Of release here and there, but that's the best yeah. we'll get. Yep. All right. We have, um, unless there's anything, I'll move on. Uh, we're back with STG releases of the week. So there were two this week. And, um,. I have I have a couple of comments on both of these. So first one is uh, General Cigars bringing back the Macanudo Estate Reserve Flint Knoll, um, which is a cigar that rated really well. It was out last year, and they're bringing it back this year. Uh, what they're doing basically is they're taking a uh, binder leaf. They're aging it in wine barrels from the Flint Knoll Winery. Right. And it was a very good cigar. It did very well with our team, but it's coming back again this year. I think the blend is pretty similar. They may be just using different wine barrels for this one. Um, and uh, not a cheap cigar. It's going to be a 20 to $22 cigar. Um, but you can expect to see that come out um, sometime next month, or actually right, um, pretty close. But uh, we liked this cigar a lot last year. We thought this was one of the better Macanudos that we've had. So I'm curious do to they, see if they can repin it. Do they say what wine barrel, like what kind of wine? Fr Fren were in they're the French oak wine barrels from a 2019 Cabernet Sauvignon. Okay, I was going to say it's got to be oh, something. Yeah, no, okay, run it by his wife, who's a level two. Well, no, like a Cab Sauv is a full body yeah, wine, you know, a, yeah. a Bordeaux. It's, might and, be it's good. A broad, and it's a broadleaf uh, wrapper. To, uh, for the binder, a broadleaf leaf for the binder, which would make some sense because that's a, a hardier leaf, so I can see them kind of doing that. Um, can't so, use that uh, trademark. Can't, they can't use that trademark. They but, can't. Yeah. That was well, a great cigar to triple Maduro. Yeah. Well, it wouldn't stop certain people, but um, yeah, you can't technically use that. But the triple Maduro, that was, maybe that was the old A Turrent. That was a good cigar. No, that was the old Camacho. Well, they had tri oh yeah, triple Maduro, and it was triple play for the eight Yes, yeah. yes, they, they, the Altus people tried to make their version, which they called. Yeah, and it was like a pretty good cigar. Yeah, but uh, yeah, um, I don't, you know, I don't know. I see a lot of these, I see a lot of these pairing type releases with spirits. Abe, do they? Honest opinion, do these really have a lot of traction or no? To me, they What's don't pairing? seem like they have traction. They, they're small releases, and they go away, and, and that's it. Pairings? The, not the pairings, but this idea of, hey, we're going to age tobacco in barrel, you know, take some tobacco, age them in wine barrels or bourbon barrels. Maybe with the exception of, like, Davidoff, Davidoff's uh, Late Hour. I haven't really seen these really, like, have a lot know, of did, shelf life. Didn't the Pappy um, sell pretty well? No. Which one? No. It did not? No. Pappy, true estate. Um, well, they, they struggled but, I think, with that one. Well, to be honest I mean, with you. I don't know. If I think like you have, you got the Perdomo BBA bourbon barrel age, which is kind of a. Yeah, okay, that's a good one. You know, they, but they haven't really cigar. promoted, hey, we're working with a particular spirit with that. You know what I mean? That, that's kind of where I was going with that. Oh, like, you're saying what, the you co branded know, one. Yeah. The co branded one. Yeah, yeah. They get, Perdomo just does it as a part of that process. Right. So 
historically, I'm trying to go back and see any other ones I can remember. I mean, there was Sousa that didn't work. Uh, I think Camacho's Maker's one didn't Mark, really work. They discontinued I think, them. I think yeah. Maker's Mark was the only one that kind of lasted a while. But that was like, those, a, wasn't that a, yeah. a Thompson cigar? I've had those. No, no, Maker's Mark was everywhere. Yeah. And it was the first one that kind of had the dripping red, red, yeah. black. Yeah, I had them. I had that them. was that somewhere. was real. I don't know if they were soaked in them, but there was that was like actually infused into those cigars. That was that was um, that stuck around for a while, but that, those are gone dead. But they were. But there was Coop's right because when you smoked that cigar, I had a couple of them when I went to Maker's Mark. They gave me a few. They were like, you might be right. They may have been dipped or something because it tasted like bourbon. It was like, like yeah, it. it was really flavored. Those cigars. It was. I liked it. I think like, I this think Flint Knoll one's good. It's really good. But again, it was a small release that went away. Now it's coming back. Yeah, right. as another small think, release. I think um, they pique everybody's curiosity in the beginning, right? And then they just kind of fade away. I mean, um, I mean, I'm just gonna go to our website just to look now. I mean, yeah, look, we got all sizes of blackened in stock. You know, when it first came out, you couldn't we couldn't, couldn't keep them around. Same thing. I, I was just looking. We still have some Weller by Cohiba twenty twenty three. Yeah, I, I didn't know I, there was a Weller one. I, huh. I think I think that it it piques people. They try it, but it's I, then, I don't think yeah. I don't think I've seen it become successfully as a rotation in my daily or weekly rotation. I, I don't, exactly my point. Yeah, I don't think I don't think anybody's broken that barrier with these types of Paul. We, we hit our we hit our Alan Rubin quota. Yeah, Sorry. Paul, what is your obsession with posting every comment? We hit our Alan Rubin uh, quota. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, Did, do right. you guys have a have, is there before we move on from this? Is there still like my grandfather used to always dip his cigar in his scotch or brandy? That's the most like amateur novice thing. <sighs> no. He did it for years. Do. Yeah, don't want to wet. Don't yeah, want to wet that area more yeah, than it is. To, yeah, he used to just yeah. do a doop. Yeah, a lot of people do that. It's I not, don't. Yeah, no. Paul's the kind of guy that would do that. I've never done it actually. Oh, in all honesty, I would. I would dip a cigar in brandy. Why not? I bet Why? It's delicious. Why? Why? Because you drink the brandy. You drink the brandy. That's cool. That's not appropriate. I agree. It is. A t- I agree. Yeah. Tasty. I'm with Casey on this one. Yeah, exactly. I, no, I've never done it. I didn't know if there's like a if if people do that still regularly. Yeah, but they you see, like people do. It's still people in high society. They always, you know, they do that. It's like a thing when you have your cigars and brandy. They go boop. Yeah, because they don't actually, you know, they're not cigar people. They think I, possibly that, that's right. the thing. What else you got, Coop? Moving on. All right. So, so this one, you know, I had some things to say on this one this week. From This also comes from STG on the general. Uh, there's a Sancho Panza limited edition cigar coming out. Um, it is going to be, you know, Sancho Panza is a value price line they brought back last year, but it's going to be a $13 limited edition. Um, the thing huh. is, this is going to be made at the Oliva factory, which was interesting. Um, and... Uh, it, so Sancho Ponce is, I guess, getting a limited edition cigar. If you're interested in the blend, it's a Ecuadorian Habano blend, Ecuadorian Sumatra binder, and Nicaraguan fillers made at Oliva. Um, I did not like what they did Paul, with the gonna, packaging on this thing. You're going to show the packaging, Paul, or not? I did not like what they did with this packaging at all. Paul. And I, I, I'm, I'm happy to share why. Paul. Paul. 
packaging would be. We'd like to see it. Alan Rubin comments. So, what's you know? Let me see. Let me see something real quick. So that's the photo. But Coop, do you have a do you have the stick picture? Oh, you do. Let me get. Let me grab the stick picture. Yeah, but I have comments on both. There's comments I have on both of those. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. But so okay. So first of that first picture. Yeah. Matt Booth has been involved with Sancho Panza. Why are we making Sancho Panza look like a Room 101 product? You have a Room 101 brand. It looks like a it looks like a Lostados. It looks yeah, that's yeah. Which I didn't like what they do with Lostados either. But now, I don't get the keep Room 101. You have an identity with Room 101. Yeah. They rebranded Sancho Panza very nicely at the trade show. I don't understand this. Like, why are we trying to Room 101 size um Sancho Panza at this point? You, right. you, you didn't like that. Right. So now, now we this, get to the band itself. That's Camacho. Yeah. And that's it's Camacho. Camacho. I'm like, there you go. Like, what, that's, that's what are Camacho. we doing here, guys? Yeah, it's Camacho. That's not what you call Tomacho. Yeah. Yeah. Camacho. There was nothing original about this from the blend. The only thing that's interesting, maybe, is it's made at Oliva that will have me interested in smoking it. The oh. price point's too high for Sancho Panza. It, it's, you know, I, and I, look, I'm going to say, I'm not a big fan of these wrapped cigars if you're a retailer. I'm just not a fan of that. If you're a retail, why do you want to have wrapped cigars on the shelf? I keep going. So Maybe I you guys have a different that, opinion on that. I will say this. Admittedly, we had them in the store. It wasn't bad. It was a pretty decent Habano. What, Sancho Panza? Yeah, 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 yeah. But this is yeah, really yeah, early. This, we had them in the store. Yeah, we didn't, we didn't get them online. We only got a few. We only got a few. It wasn't bad, but... And I didn't like this. It's a pain in the ass to get TAA out. One. You had the TAA one. No, 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 one, no, no, no. We had we have some of the limited just in the store. We have a couple. Okay, of so you had to have them already. Same thing. Pain. It's the pain in the ass to get out of all that shit. It's like you, yeah. I agree with you, Coop. Like you want to see the cigar. It's. I mean, yeah. it, it, and okay. I'm not knocking what Matt does. I think this is was innovative when he did it. I just don't know why it's not staying with Room One Hundred One. Yeah. And it's it's uh it's insanely expensive, for what it is for Sancho Panza. I mean, they have. Yeah. What what is the regular line? They're like Sancho. seven dollars. Right? Seven dollars. That that yeah. Sancho Panza was like the everyday guy's average Joe cigar. Not bad for the price point. And yeah. I thought they did a decent job bringing that back last year. I did. $7. Now I don't understand what they're trying to do with the brand. So they have a seven. The original is about seven bucks. They right. have a TAA exclusive, which is nine bucks. And now they have a limited. Still not edition, bad for TAA cigar. I get that. Yeah. Is, Thirteen bucks. So Sancho Panza is like all over the price and the range of price that you could pay for a Sancho. But I think the problem is this is what what I've been critical about STG. They they just tend to blur the lines with their brands a lot. Um, what well, Davidoff I think does a better job with it. I think Altidus does a better job with it. This is just all right. Let's let's room one size another brand. We already did it with Lostados. Let's do it with this now. And I'm like, mm-hmm. doesn't make sense to me. Not that I don't like what room one did. It's just. Keep that like you got room one hundred one for reason. Keep it for piece reason people to smoke room one hundred one. That's my point. All right, what don't have that cool. uh, A couple of a note of this. Um, there was a passing in the industry this week. Uh, this person was a little more of someone on the on the inside of the industry, but uh, his name is uh, Conrado Placencia. He was the uncle of Nestor Placencia of Placencia Cigars. He ran the Honduran factory for. Um, Porto Placencia's Tobacco de Oriente. He passed away this week. Um, I don't have the age or the cause of death, but uh, he, um, you know, he was with the Placencias when they came over, uh, when Nestor's father came over from Cuba, and he went through all the things when they had to emigrate up to Honduras, 
when the Nicaraguan Revolution happened. And when that happened, they established the Honduran factory, and he's run it ever since. He was running it right up until he passed away. Wow. So, uh, yeah, he passed away um, this past week. I don't, I don't know the age, but he was Nestor Placencia's father's younger brother, from what I know. So uh, a lot of people had a lot to say about him this week. Uh, who, you know, he made a lot of cigars for a lot of people over the years. Because the Placencia's only started really making their own stuff the last few years. So he's made right, cigars right, for right. a lot of Nodell and things like that. So a lot of people did know him. Maybe not a name we knew of, but ran one of the more important factories for Placencia. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. All right. And finally, uh, Andy Yaffe, who was the national sales director for McAuliffe Cigars this week, announced he is leaving the company. And he uh, is going – this is kind of ironic because we did a show a couple weeks ago about people on the move. Um, but he is leaving the company, and he is going to become a territory manager for Crown Heads in the Mid-Atlantic uh, region. So um, that move um, taking place. So, yeah. So a lot of people, uh, you know, there were changes happening at McAuliffe with Mickey Peg coming in. And Mickey basically became his boss. But, um, you know, change happens and people leave for various reasons. And Andy decided to move on. Yeah. Meh. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, that's the uh, scoop with poop. <laughs> Check yep. out all the latest news, <laughs> rumor-free, teaser-free at cigar-coop.com. All right. Well, let's Easy move forward. this. Oh, sorry. I was just trying no, to move call. it along. Well done. Uh, we can uh, head right into uh, our segment that we actually have this week. Oh, um, gosh. You're terrible. If we'd like to. Yeah, uh, babe. I'm trying on, to give you a leeway to jump in. I'm trying to give you a leeway to jump in. I can't jump in if you don't shut the fuck up. You're talking. <laughs> you Shit. All right. It's that time. We're at number two of Tale of the Tape Season 7. Baddest ass tough guys. Let's run it. Wait, before we start, yes. for the next one, can we do themed photos? Like, we send you send you a picture so that I look tough. Like, I don't look tough at all. I look thin, so I'm fine with that. I don't but think like, it's we possible. Should... We could do themed. What do you mean? Will it get a picture taken? For me to look tough? So yeah, I can look tough. I want to look tough. Yeah. <laughs> I think Alex is the toughest in that four. Yeah, right? see? And he, because he picks the I... goddamn photos. First of all, I don't take the photos. Second of all, it's a, it's a photo. It's one of I'm my. Fine with it. I'm fine with it. They could probably make him look tough. better. I can. Not on your best day. Now, listen, we made Coop look tough in Battle exactly. of the Exactly. <laughs> on your best day, we couldn't make you with all our graphic artists. We couldn't make you look tough. Stop it! I could look really tough. Yeah. Sure. Napoleon would look tough. All right. About his height. This, our number two pick. We're getting down to the to the nitty gritty here. The nitty. Gritty. Well, I guess I'll start. I, by the way, just also this maybe outside of the first one, but this has possibly been the most consistent season and the fastest season. I mean, I think Hearthrops took us about six months to go through. 
great smokes in betweens i mean it took us six to eight months for for a hard throw. Yeah. let's just go through last week's uh results um yeah i set that up where you could do multiple picks i don't know why but paulie paulie walnuts with 41 percent of the that's vote. a surprise yeah that was a surprise Frank loved Wood. him though man what a character Frank Lucas came in with 31% and trailing there, 26% was Chong Lee. Why Paul wasn't was mine on there? Because no one really gives a shit about yours, Paul. Gaston! Gaston from Beauty and the Beast was my number three. What a friggin' tough no, guy. No, he wasn't tough. He was more like a Lothario, you know? That, that's Well, that's true. Yeah, he well, wasn't this tough. Week, this yeah, week, exactly. my guy is tough. Are right, you ready? You ready for this? Yeah. My yeah, number two pick... Maui from Moana. Dwayne the Rock Johnson's character, who he has to constantly convince his children that he's actually the voice of Maui. They they don't believe him. Uh, Respectable. That's all I gotta say. Nah. Nah. I saw some cool Maui costumes in Disney, by the way. There's there um... was a there was a bodybuilder guy that had like it's a stocking, I guess, that you wear over your whole body with the tattoos on it. But he was he was huge, and my kids walked up up to him and like asked if they could have an autograph from him because he looked like the Maui. It was really it was a really good costume. So, um, I mean, while a respectable pick, I'm I still feel like Peg like Pete was your best pick so far of the. Oh, well, wait I till agree. number one. Wait till number one. I mean, we've been saying that. You, we you thought Gaston one. was that? <laughs> we shall we see. Yeah. We shall see. All right, so I'll. I'll head into my number two pick. So for number two for me, look, the truth is you could you could really just take every movie this guy made, put it on a wall and throw a dart at it, and whichever one you hit would uh, would make a list. And uh, that being said, my number two pick is The Man With No Name. Clint Eastwood. Oh, beautiful. One of the, probably one of the original tough guys in, in movies and film and smoking his little parody and, and, and doing his deal. You know, look, I know this wasn't about the actor, but really, I mean, you could pretty much pick any movie this guy made and he makes a list. Because he's a real-life tough guy. That's why. Right. It's, it's not just a character, man. He is, one of my opinions, all-time just naturally tough guy. All right, still, I'll go next. Still going, still working, by the way. I'll go next. So... Another guy, basically, you could pick uh, any movie from. Uh, I'm going to pick the best one. Uh, real badass, badass in life. I mean, he's it, it, just he's the original badass guy. Bruce Lee, Enter the Dragon. Guy was a badass motherfucker. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> That's a great picture. Yeah, you know, it's a shame. It's a shame we didn't get more from him. Without a doubt, you know. Wait, which character did you go with? From which character did you pick? Who me? Yeah. Well, he is he's Lee in the movie. Yeah. Okay. Into yeah, yeah. the okay. dragon. Into the dragon. Okay. 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 I, I didn't hear it. that part. I didn't, I didn't catch that. Okay. Yeah. It's, yep. it's, I said Bruce Lee. I didn't say the character. Yeah, it's, Lee is Lee. It's yeah. Lee. Yeah. Yep. I mean, you know, he was so bad that they didn't make up a fake name for him. Didn't make up right. a name. Yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> it's Lee. Cooper. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so along the lines of Alex and Abe, I did the same thing. You can throw a dart in terms of uh, this actor and the roles he made. 
And we actually mentioned the actor, Clint Eastwood, but I went with another character. I went with uh, the guy who is Inspector Harold Francis Callahan, a.k.a. Dirty Harry. This yes. guy, I think this was the character that invented the whole anti-hero thing. Classic, classic. Right, yeah, yeah. right. Yeah, so, um, yeah, again, you could, I could have probably inserted another Clint Eastwood movie in here, but I did go with Dirty Harry, yeah. Wow, look how young he is there. Yeah. I mean, Dirty Harry's, I think those movies are already 50-something years old, yeah. Wow. Sure. Yeah. Sure. The nice thing about this series is there really hasn't been a lot of overlap, though. I think we're going to see some. We thought there would be more. Yeah, I think we're going to see a lot more this week and next week, but there hasn't been a lot of overlap. Next week, yeah, I think we'll have some for sure. Well, between this week and next week, yeah, I'm sure. Not mine. Not mine. Definitely be no overlap of mine, I can tell you. Wow, hard choices this week, minus Paul. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I think it's tough for Peg Like Pete to get topped. That's the whole thing. I'm telling you. Yeah. You put put Peg Like Pete too low. Look at that board. Peg Like Pete was like seven, yeah. Seven, yeah. (laughs) Barely inking out over Mr. Potato Head. (laughs) (laughs) That's hilarious. I did not understand that post yesterday, Alex, that you you and I were tagged in. Okay, he, so it's a post from Tommy. To it's a post from Tommy Callahan. Well, so then I see that, that I'm tagged. I see that I'm tagged. I look because I have to make sure it's not completely inappropriate, and then I move on. <laughs> uh, I saw a comment on Bronson from Deathwish. I had him at number four. Yes, yes, yep, yes, yep, yes. Yeah, yep, I did have him. Yeah. All right, yep. time to end up our uh, KMA Saturday morning as we typically do with a segment of. Would you rather bought to you by the fine folks over at Gurkha Cigars? Is yours. All righty. For this edition of Would You Rather. So let me set the parameters. Number one, you must complete. And number two, the amount of time it takes to complete is irrelevant. Would you rather bicycle across the country alone or drive in a car across country with Alan Rubin in the passenger seat? Bike. 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 This is easy. This is a time that, you know, if it takes you three months, it takes you three months. That's a forget the animal. That's a cool thing to do in general. Do the bicycle thing. Yeah. I'd give up what would probably take me about six to eight months to do of my life than be stuck in the car with Alan Rubin. (laughs) I've only met Alan Rubin in person, I think, and correct me if I'm wrong, Alan, one time when we were in uh, North Carolina. (laughs) Can, Can I offer a variant? Sure, sure, sure. Unicycle sucks. Does anybody, does anybody's answer changes if we substitute Alan Rubin with Paul DeGracco? Um, Coop would love it. Alex and I get along. I, I think the bike yeah, thing is I really cool. Is, and it's, I think it's a real, if I was I a little younger, take, I think it would be really cool to do. Yeah. I could take, take Paul. I could take Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I guess I would bike. I hate to say that because as long as the, as long as as long as the poop song is not on in the car, I, I you know I can probably poop song doesn't get played unless my kids are there. Oh my oh god! Unicycle. Oh my god! 
Well, Man, I, would, I really don't want to do the bike ride, I could though. I could take it all. All right. Well, that was a great, fun way to end this week's episode of KMA Talk Radio. Join us next week. Follow us on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. And if you're not part of our private group on Smoking and Social on Facebook, please check us out. Everyone have a great weekend. And until next week, everybody, keep it lit. <laughs>